Lisa. Yeah, what's up? Who's your favorite like uh Redskins like media person to follow that y'all like really kind of dig what they put out? Mine is Burroughs, Al- actually. Not Burroughs, the other one, the other Lamy. Who? Who you're talking the about? Single dude. Mark? Mark? Yeah, Mark. I I follow him. I like I like him more than I love him, honestly. Yeah, he's legit. Mark Bullock is dope. I like Galdi. I like Galdi's voice. It's as weird as that sounds coming from another dude. I just he 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 always would pump me up. Like his Thursdays, I don't even listen to Google Music, but I would be driving up to DC. Yeah, and like Galdi's would come on with like his Thursday shit. Like I would I would be banging in the car. Like I had. Is fun. he still gonna do that now? He's doing pods now. I wonder if he's gonna do uh Go Go Thursdays on his pod. I don't know. He might. My mine used to be Chris Cooley when he was producing content on a regular basis, just because I appreciated the. I'm such an analytical person, and I appreciated the analysis yeah. of it. That's mm-hmm. what I really, really liked a lot. So mine's Chris Cooley. I really haven't found a replacement. I'm just kind of bouncing between Sheehan, JP. I like I, I like Mitch Mitch uh, Tischler jumping on people. Yeah, can't stand Chris Russell or uh, Chris Russell. Just can't do it. Can't stand the rooster. No, I mean Brian Mitchell. I'm tripping. Oh yeah, B Mitch is good. John, thank man. Like who uh, go like even on Twitter like a uh, go to person that still covers the team. I mean, the Twitter is different than, than the actual the the voice the radio shows because they don't always reflect themselves on oh, Twitter yeah. the way they do on the you know. Hey, the Angelo Halls weren't uh, weren't in on me, man. I like the Angelos little stuff sometimes. I don't know why he's going mainstream though. See, I'm never in a car anymore to listen to radio shows. You know, we've been home for over a year now. You know what I'm saying? So it's true. I listen to podcasts at my desk, but that's it. So, I'm like, the only thing I got is Twitter. Um, I really don't know. So you don't have the pleasure of listening to the sports junkies at all. <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't if I could. You ain't bro. missing much, let me tell you. I wouldn't Yo, those, if I could. Those dudes, when they buried RG3, like, that was it for me. I, I actually like their, their back and forth. Um, but that was, like, for me, that was too much. I was like, I can't, I can't listen yeah. to that. Yeah. That's like, whack, man. Crazy. I don't like, get to listen to nothing that works because I don't take the girl's arm off. <laughs> well, that? it's probably. I said I don't get to listen to nothing that works anymore since I had to, almost took that girl's arm off. It's, it's <laughs> probably it's probably the right decision. Don't put your arm under a started car, man. It don't take a rocket scientist to understand that. Hey, yo, I do. I did dig Goldie though. I liked him a lot because I felt like he was real neutral. He wasn't like anti this person you know what i mean like he kept it down the middle i did like him for that he does she, got a cool voice too somebody yeah, should put that in a cartoon for sure and she and back in the day uh back when like grossman was our qb i liked him a lot because i thought he was relatively fair on the quarterbacks then i felt like he kind of got a little too insider-ish you know what i mean with some of the information he was getting and he was kind of i don't know i felt like he was being a little weird with that but I, I mean, what's the guy right? with the weird voice it sounds like this right here what's his name andy poland yeah no 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 no, no. tom Lavero. yeah tom oh Lavero. my god that guy I, man i can't mess with him that, just, that guy he, missed his he should definitely have been a uh he's like he sounds like a scooby-doo villain He's a he's an old head. He'd been around for years. Let me tell you, he he did write a really 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 good book, which I have on my bookshelf. Um, But he does his own thing. Like he writes for the Washington Times, a column, and then he he's really big into baseball now and cigars. That's like his thing. But he he was with he appeared on Chad Dukes before he got kicked off the air, and then he appears on Sheehan quite a bit. 
But now yeah, there's been this massive reshuffling in the area. I don't even know who is where because what they've done, 980 and 106.7 are owned by the same people. So they have literally just yeah. transplanted everybody onto, like Steve Zabin was on 980. I think he's on 106.7. I, I can't keep up with WCW own. and WWF, man. Yeah. What do you think about Kine? I like Kine. Well, I've been following Kine for a long time, him and Tandler back in the day, so. Taylor was dope. Taylor was dope. Oh man, yeah, rest in peace to him. He was he was super dope, man. His his last tweet was like pointing towards like some charity or something like that too. Yeah, I still have it. I saved it. He was he was definitely cool dude. Hey, another one when Tony Kornheiser was on ESPN nine eighty one was that like I love that dude, man. He was dope on ESPN. I loved him. I I thought I don't know like. I thought that the way he he saw the games or like the, the DC sports in general, I just thought he captured it pretty well, and his voice yeah. was really soothing as well. I, I I guess I'm wild by voices. Yeah, he was too. He was a national media guy in DC, but yeah. for for being here for my whole life, I I grew out of him very quickly. Once he went national, I did not appreciate his takes. I did not appreciate, you know, he just it just didn't do it for me anymore. Right. Um, I don't know. It it's tough. I mess with Doc too, but I feel like you know Doc's show, he needed like a, co- a strong co-host to really kind of drive the show, and he could just kind of come in and yeah, exactly. So if you gave him the mic the whole time, it was kind of a lot. But like when he was just kind of giving a little seasoning on it, I thought he was really good at that. Which is exactly the reason I think that uh, Stephen A. Smith doesn't do doesn't do on shows by himself for the same exact reason. He's too preachy. You got to have somebody else yeah. on there. Yeah, that balance. Yeah, with, so, with, let me let me uh formally open up the show too. I, I didn't even say like an intro or anything, right? Oh, my bad, my bad. Say you was recording yeah. it. No, I know we're well, I, we are recording. This is part of pod. I'm gonna keep it, but you know, it's just something. It's what Saturday. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the addicts. It's your boy Rod with smooth sounds. You know, we just we love you. That's what we're doing out here. No, we ain't. No, we ain't doing none of that. Hello, motherfuckers. It's Saturday night, and you're listening to Redskins Addicts. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> yes, daddy. I got to at least be in on the joke, man. I was all in this George Michael, man. I'm never going to dance again. Nope. You know how heartbroken a gay dude has to be to say, I'm never going to dance again? Never going to dance again, baby. That's like me saying, I'm never going to smoke weed again. <laughs> I'm never going to be that heartbroken. I Said Sean Deveron Shears. Damn! Police, that's not me. I don't hey, know. He lives in Palmdale. <laughs> yeah. California. <laughs> I live in Wakanda. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You, 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 my, my Afro man in person, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all could, y'all could, y'all could be brothers. Oh, man. But no agenda tonight. Just want to chat with the fellas. Uh, this is kind of the COVID hangout for me. I'm not sure if you guys feel the same way, but can't go out, can't do much. So I figured we get together, talk a little bit of life, talk a little bit of football, sports, good opening with Ellie. So uh, how you guys feeling tonight about the, the, the D.C. Webbies, I guess, the, the Redskins, Washington football team, fan, pod, I heard there was a big uproar, but I have no idea who won or what it's for. I I literally heard people arguing about it, but I'm like, I didn't even know what it was. I still ain't looked at it. 
Yeah. Our good friend Andy was getting um, bombed on Twitter for, for no good reason. It's not that serious. It's not. It, it, it really isn't. I mean, Ellie, you said it You said it earlier in the, in the pod, or at least the chat. Like, there's no competition with this. Like, it's what? literally just fun. I said there was, but, you know, I talked about Budden and Rogan. But amongst, like, fan pods, just listen, man. Like, have fun. Sip a little Anybody bit. Anybody got rich off this yet? No, no. one. Yeah, no. I don't think that's anyone's intent. But, but let me say this though, I feel like it's a little bit disingenuous with the way they did it because I felt like the team spent an entire season pumping four or five, you know, groups. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. and being involved with them, and and then turn around and put an award show out of the blue. Like who knew this was coming, right? Because we could have been campaigning for this the all four year. Four or five people they was pumping up. You see what I mean? So yeah, it's the same <laughs> four or five people were all the categories. I, <laughs> and you know what? Preach. I don't. It's not like we we didn't get into this for recognition. We got into this because Rod said, "Hey, I want to do a pod. You guys interested in doing it?" And it was like, "Yeah, this is dope. Let's talk about it." I think we all enjoy doing it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna play a game, open the playing field. You know what I'm saying? And let's see who runs. That's all I'm saying. So First off, don't give Rod no credit, man. I'm the one who want to come with the podcast. I've been asking for it for years. Oh, see, I, I ain't been around for years. Yeah, <laughs> All I know is what I know since last November. So, <laughs> yeah, but half the time we don't know if you're serious or not, Dan. That's that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, Rod, Rod said it, and it reminded me of this. It reminded me of the episode of the town when when uh, the dude was like, "Hey, I need you to come with me. We're gonna hurt somebody, and I don't need you to ask anything else." The dude was, like, "All right, who, who, who we taking your car or mine?" <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. That's how I felt about it. People, baby, let's go. Yeah, see the, the, the thing. The thing with the I don't mind the the podcast, and I'll support all these dudes. I voted for everyone at least once. You know what I'm saying? But the the fan pod, I'm not discrediting anyone who got uh, put up nominated because, but it, it it's those not I'm not counting the podcast ones, but the other ones are really they should have classified it as the best social media fill in the blank. Because let's be honest, it's all social media. Right. I, like I said earlier, I, there's probably some nice lady in North Dakota who's been a fan for 90 years, but yeah. she's not going to get recognition. Like someone's just submitted, they should put bios, put the stories up of those best fans and then let people vote instead of it. When you click on the link, it directs them to their Twitter page. So how is that, you know, how is that kind of fair? You talk diversity, inclusion, you're preaching this stuff all year, but you've now just. You know what I mean? I'm not making too big deal. Like we said, this ain't a big deal. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do diversity inclusion all the way, then do it all the way. That's all I'm and, saying. And shout out to everybody who won. But you know what it was like? You ever seen those maps that come out on Twitter? That's like each state's favorite fast food restaurant, and it's it's got nothing to do with what the state is. Like Virginia will be like Church's Chicken or something like that, and it causes <laughs> a big uproar. Same type of thing. It means nothing. It's there to cause conversation and keep, you know what I mean? People talking about the team and stuff like that. Mission accomplished. Yeah. And they, shout out to everybody who won. I got no hate in my heart for anybody. So right. more than one winner? Just They haven't announced it yet. It's still going So they're, they're like they're the semifinalists or the finalists. I think there's four within uh, each category. But right let, let's, talk about, let's talk about this one, though, right here. Like one that applies to all of us. It has nothing to do with fans. It has nothing to do with people. Um, the... the uh, most viral not viral but the the best play of the year they had hype videos in there but let's talk about these these four things right now rivera finishes cancer treatment alex smith's comeback the win at pittsburgh and heineke's playoff touchdown 
which of those four, if you voted or would you not vote, are the most polarizing? Those are all pretty good moments. Cancer wins, bro. That's it. It's cancer. When, right. That has to be the winner. Damn it. I feel like an asshole then because I didn't vote that one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm sorry. I had to the Heineke, Heineke. I vote for Heineke. I mean, re- hey, mad respect to Ron. You know, that, you know, I not say, yeah, you, you call me. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't vote for it. I did vote for Heineke. He's a, by the way, Steve's the same guy who said there's no way R. Kelly's guilty. He wrote, Feeling on your booty. That was his logic. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Michael Jackson's innocent, man. You can't, you gotta be kidding me. He wrote thriller, you know. You know, <laughs> by that logic, there's no way OJ did that, man. He, he ran for a touchdown and ran through the airport without getting caught. You know what, what guy can get away with it? <laughs> oh man, that's okay. Okay, cancer aside, how about Ron, okay, I think we agree. Ron's beating cancer is probably the dopest shit out there, but Alex Smith's comeback when at Pittsburgh or Heineke's playoff touchdown. Let's narrow that field down. What do y'all think about that? We are scarred as a fan base if we are hyped up with Taylor Heineke's touchdown dive. Like, we lost the game. Like that's we've been told. It's not the, it's not the best game. Uh, that was the best play. It wasn't though. We 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 lost the game. Alex Smith came back from his leg injury. It it. I was excited as a fan, but I wasn't overly moved. Like yeah, this is uh this is what we want to do. It's what just it? it's crazy. I don't know, man. I can't do it. You can you can pick one. Yeah. Dev is uh, blowing out right now. He's like, what's going on? He's looking. Yo, what is screen. happening, bro? Confused. Steve is sharing his screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I thought he didn't mean to. I, I thought he didn't mean to do it. I was like, man. I'm just, show, I'm just, I'm just showing you. Hit the law and order. Hit the law and order. Hit the law and order sound effects. Like, hope no pictures of Mrs. Steve show up on there, man. After that, Rodney pop on the George Michael soundtrack again. I'm never gonna dance. Again. <laughs> Come on, Dev. Hit him. Oh, hit him. Oh. Hey, but yo, we never talked about this ourselves. What was your individual favorite moments from the year? You know what I'm saying? Being the horrible pessimist I am, I have none. I don't know. Like it, it's for oh, okay. No, I'll say this. I think I think Chase Young's goal line stop on Burrow. Oh, that was fire. Yeah. That was like super hype because he came across the field. If if Burrow made that touchdown, I think they would have went up. I don't I don't remember the score off the top, but I'm pretty sure that would have given um Cincinnati the go ahead. And there was a back and forth. He he causes the fumble, we recover, we fumble back into the end zone, then recover again. It was a crazy set of plays and like it was a safety, then it was a touchback, and then they ruled it to ultimately be a touchback. Um but I think that was sort of I won't say that turned our season around because Cincinnati was still a pathetic team that we should have beat beaten. Um, but for me to see Chase Young come from the other side of the field, um, cr- cross, you know, cross the distance that he did and then make that play. For me, that was probably one of the most hype plays I've had other than his touchdown uh, scoop and score as well. What I probably took two from you guys. I'm an asshole. What about Logan Thomas that catch uh, from uh, Alex Smith? Hurt jumped over that guy in the end zone for the go ahead touchdown. Yeah. That was pretty good. Hope as well. He had some pretty 
Thomas had a lot of good plays. When you think about the actual plays that happened, he showed he had some good plays. It's weird though. That's 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 the most perplexing thing about this organization is like choosing that Taylor Heineke touchdown dive as one of the the four final plays or, or moments of the year for the team when he's probably going to be a backup and or third stringer next year. Unless something magical occurs and he happens to be Kurt Warner 2.0, that would be great for all of us. But it, it's it's just weird. Like you look at the Cowboys down south, they're not even putting Dak Prescott in their promotional videos right. and pamphlets and shit yet. He's not signed for, for they're gonna beat the shit out of that guy if he goes to another team because you know they're blaming that prior college intern guy <laughs> that made the video. <laughs> what video? What are you talking about? The the uh the hype the video. video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's they're blaming Who him. Knows? Like, they're, yeah, they're saying it's an oversight. There's no oversight in that. Like right, the oh, best no. player on your team. Right. No. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think it had it's kind of a collection of moments in one game, but the Thanksgiving Day game against the Cowboys, like that was fire, bro. When when Antonio Gibson, not Alex Smith, he, he we actually won. Yeah. Despite he, Alex Smith with his it was the typical Alex Smith performance. 19 to 26, 149, one touchdown, one interception. But I just Smith, remember AG. Oh <laughs> Go I through. mean, yeah, you know. 115 on 20 carries and three touchdowns, bro. Yeah. Like that was, that's probably my f- a collective favorite moment. But, and, you know, I think Dev said it, the, the Logan Thomas catch was, could have been one of my other favorite moments. He had a one-handed catch too. It was just. Yeah. He also had that one where he was, he had two of them where he was like swimming on top of defenders after he caught it and was trying to run. He had two just like that. So a, a question for you guys then 2012 week 17, or 2020. Oh, not, not even close. Which, which which running back had the better game? Alfred Morris. He was. It was Hold on, you're gonna make me look. You're gonna make me go look, look that up one. The, look up the numbers. Alf Alf carried us to the playoffs. I just, yeah, I just went over that one. <laughs> doing the thing. Okay. <laughs> he had 200 right, 200 yards and three touchdowns. Right. Monsters game. I was at that game. That whole rookie, that was, that was a, whole that was a title was game. Both whoever won was going to the NFL. Or, uh, yeah. Let me let right. me tell you, for a ten to six game, it was crazy, and that stadium was was in insane. One, there was a ton of Cowboys fans. All right, so that point one. Two, it was cold as donkey balls like it was so cold i i was we metro there i was wearing like three pairs of pants some farmers overalls like i was so cold but we we you know we had such a good time and i can't find the video because my my hard drive got corrupted but after that game walking out through the concourse we were stopping and screaming rg3 the whole way out (laughs) rg3 rg3 i mean we had the band came up and started playing in the concourse. And then we were, it, man, it was, it was just like a vibe. There was go-go playing. RG3's name was being screamed through the rappers. Man, it, that was nothing will top that moment for me. It was the greatest thing ever. What's crazy about that? RG3 wasn't the star of that game. It almost seems like that was the beginning of his downfall as well with that organization. Because yeah. we loved him, we loved him so much. Like we, we all want a franchise quarterback. Like we're we're still looking for one. He Not only was he a franchise quarterback, game. he was the best player in the NFL. It felt like he was. I, I, I blame. Like, I blame. Nada. No, that's that's the moment that no. started it. 
It's all. not his fault, but I hate him. It, no, no, it's not his fault. It's not his yeah. fault. But that right. moment right there, everything was gravy until that. No, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I'm or the I'm, Atlanta concussion. You could argue that <laughs> I'm going through this and I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but like going through it and looking back at it, man, the Cincinnati game. And I remember watching that game thinking for the first time, because this was week three, we lost we, we lost to the Rams a week well, before. Is, is this the game where the first play of the game is a touchdown by Muhammad Sanu? Uh, oh, that flea no, flicker joint. No, 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 no. That no, okay. that wasn't against RG three. That was Jay okay. Gruden's first game, not RG three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But RG three had five sacks, three fumbles, and because remember he came out in the Saints game and it was like, yo, we we got we got Redskins Jesus right, and then we played LA and he did all right because back then LA had a really good defense. You remember? I don't know if you guys remember that, but they had like really good linebackers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But then that week three game, we lost. And it was like, for some reason, I remember watching that game thinking, oh, man, this dude's human. You know what I'm saying? And then we, uh, we, I think we won week four. I could be wrong. I think we might, we won week four. And we then did. we lost to Atlanta with a concussion. But the concussion was towards the end of the game, wasn't it? It was yeah, like week yeah. four was Tampa. We beat Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, and then we got to the three, what was it? Three and six game. I can't remember. Whatever yeah, it was the Carolina game. Yeah. And they, Shanahan, were wearing, they were wearing the gold uniforms. It was our homecoming yeah. game. Yep. And Shanahan said, I'm evaluating talent. You know that? Yes. And we thought the season was <laughs> over. And I was watching a clip of Stephen A. Smith. He said, I'd fire Shanahan on the spot. If, if I was Dan Snyder, blah, blah. You know, he was going off. Yeah. And, um, Fire shoot. Sure. I took that as now we're going to bring in second and third stringers to see what they got. Yep. That's what yep. I thought was going to happen. That whole rookie class was pretty dope. Though. Wasn't it Alfred, RG3, yeah. Kyle Forbath at the time, I think? Yeah. They, it's they crazy, though, because even, even those games that we lost, like the Steelers game, like before we go, that Steelers made us three and five. We lost 27 to 12 that game. But, like, a lot of those games that we were losing, we were really close. And I think we were close because Griffin was – yeah, playing like outstanding football, and our defense was was horrible at the time. Yep, except horrible. for Lennon Fletcher. Except for Lennon Fletcher, <clears throat> it was so bad. I mean, I'm talking like bottom of the league in third downs, bottom yeah. of the league in conversions, bottom of the league in in everything. It was so so bad. And and funny part is, it was that bad for 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20, and then finally, I think it was so lopsided that they just bam. Now we're Defense, defense is up here and offense is down here. So now our offense is so crappy. I think we got to bring it, you know, back up. You guys remember that Steelers game though? The twenty, what do you say, twenty-seven to twelve? That game. Which one? Where they, where they were? RG three pass when they threw it. When Josh Morgan threw it to RG three and Ryan yeah. Clark came. Yeah. That game was worse than the final <laughs> score was because I remember watching that game thinking we can't move the ball at all. You know what I'm saying? It was just. But you're right, Rod. Like going back through it, like RG three was the entire offense face. I mean, Alex, I mean, Alfred Morris too, like, but those two carried that whole team. And yeah, it was Reed, just like, Reed did all right. Every week. Reed was pretty good. We were still trying to mix in Fred Davis though. At that point, I don't, we had I, no receivers. We had yeah. Leonard Hankerson and Josh Morgan. Josh Morgan. Yeah. That's who you had. And you had Santana Moss that year too, who was still. And Garcon. Right? Garcon no, no. Garcon was there. Garcon was there, but yeah. he, he got injured a little bit halfway through the year. Yep. So he had, a toe there? he had a toe injury. Yeah. After mm-hmm. that, it actually happened at that after the Saints game is when he yeah. first aggravated it. Yeah. 
Randall L wasn't on that team, was he? <laughs> no. So hey, so compared oh, no, to the, the the hype with RG three and then Haskins coming in, did you guys feel any hype when we first got Haskins, or was it kind of like let's just wait and see and and see what happens? I think it was wait and see for me at least. He had a really good college year. Can't call it a career because it was it was a single season. He had a really good year. What fifty touchdowns, like five interceptions or something, something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, but he was drafted what fifteen RG three. We moved up from six to two to get him. Yeah. Um, like I I was on vacation in Turkey, and I went like to the hotel lobby, watched that draft, like fucking cried tears of joy when we got that dude because I thought like like we we've arrived like we're back. Yeah. We are back. And like that, the preseason was really muted with him. I remember him like being in raps and I still remember that week one game. I think Aikman and um, Buck called it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I remember him, them saying like, Hey, like the, it's, you kept the Ferrari and bubble wrap during the preseason. Like now, like now you're about to see what Mike Shannon yeah. has in store. That kid went nuts. He went nuts yeah. week one. And we're like, Holy shit. And obviously we ended up going three and six before he turned the season around. And I say, he, because it took him truly being super Bob and playing reckless, which in hindsight, it's reckless at the time. We loved it because like this dude was putting it all on the line. That's what, that's what we're Like he put it all on the line. He put the team on his back, but in 2021, if a quarterback does what Griffin did in 2012, it's reckless. Yeah. Um, and he was so far ahead of his time. He really he was. He was so advanced. I think I hate to put it on his dad, and I won't because I, I don't – it's it's all like media reports. I don't know exactly what's up. I see Dev with a single eye trying to make me laugh. <laughs> what <a> dickhead Dev. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, like, it was, it was incredible to watch that dude because, like, you legitimately every week felt that you had a chance to win the game. I, and yeah, his, that, that low snap, you can't blame the center for that in the playoff game versus Seattle, but – I, I can still see that poor kid reaching down to get the ball, his knee buckling. Yeah. And it was, it was over. Like right then and there, like the hopes and dreams. It's like almost seeing like Ricky get shot. And yeah. like, it's like, oh my God, like it's everything is gone. Like that was our ticket out the hood. It's crazy, isn't it? Like it, like the story had an ending and you saw that ending play out, like right in front play of you. Play out in slow crazy. motion, dude. Yeah. I was in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I I attended seven out of eight home games in 2012. That was like my one fame Man. acclaim. I we had season tickets. I took them all that year, except for that one game. And then for the playoffs, we had a, 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 a skiing, snowboarding vacation schedule, so we took it. We watched the game from Colorado. I brought five Redskins jerseys with me to, to for my friends to wear. We went to a bar where they were wearing it, and I didn't even know Seattle Seahawks fans existed at the time. Yeah. And sure enough, there's like three people sitting across from me and they're talking, talking smack the whole game. And, and we were up 14, 14, 14 no. no. And I was like, well, we got this in the bag. We got this in the bag. And then well, their defense was sick that year too, Steve. Uh, they were, and then we had no defense, but they yeah. couldn't, you could not stop our offense. You just, that Kyle Shanahan, the read option, you just could not stop him right. because you never knew what was coming. And I don't know if Alfred Morris was great, but the scheme was great. It was Ellie plug your pod real quick, because I know you're, you're doing a recap on the 2012, 2012 season. I almost feel like I don't, I don't think we're th- taking your thunder, but 
plug your pod. So enjoy the folks who listen to this. This is a preview of what they're going to hear whenever you publish that. Yeah, no doubt. It's the uh, Washington football team declassified, WFT declassified. We're going to do one recap, (laughs) 2012. And and the exact reason I'm doing it is because I think 2012 meant so much to so many people because for the first, exactly what Rod said, for the first time, you felt like every week we showed up on that field, we were going to win the game. You know what I mean? And, And we didn't feel like that for 20 years prior to, and we hadn't felt like that since. You know what I'm saying? Like, this year, you feel like we might be in the game, but you didn't like you knew, especially during that seven game win streak at the end of the season, that we were winning. It wasn't nothing you're gonna be able to do about it. So I'm putting that together, and I'm gonna turn this retro thing over to Phil, and Phil's gonna bring that thing home with his like didactic memory of <laughs> Redskins history. But yeah, man, it should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, got some guests coming on to handle that too. I got some some good audio of some of these memories too that we're talking about. But I want to say this too, Rod, what you said about RG3. Every week you felt like you had a chance to win. That is a definition in my book of a franchise quarterback. Yep. You feel like that when Taylor Heineke steps on the field? Do you feel like that when Alex Smith steps on the field? Do you feel like that when Kyle Allen steps on the field? If that answer is no, keep looking. That's crazy. At the, at the, same, at the <sighs> same time though, you got whenever when you started feeling like that about RG three it was probably right after you you saw the Saints game you started feeling like that. Oh yeah, nah, so, bro. We, so so, every, so what every what people what people are what people are feeling like is that the game against Tampa Bay is Heineke's Saints game. That's what no. people feel like preseason forty to thirty two. Like that right. that's the thing. Like I mean, he ain't responsible for forty though. You know, I mean, I. I what you mean? Is Heineke responsible for forty? No, no, I'm talking about RG three. RG three, we dumped forty on the Saints, right? Yeah. And, they, and 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 he and he was a and he was you know he was like on another planet. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what people think that Heineke did versus Tampa Bay, but we lost. But they but feel like, like, like he was this. playing like that. But like Chad, week one, 40 points, we won. Week two, 28 points, we lost. Week three, 31 points, we lost. Week four, 24 points, we won. 17 points in week five, we lost. 38 points in week six, we won. 23 points, we lost. 12 points, we lost. You should lose a game when you score 12 points. We lost to Carolina Panthers week nine, 13 and 21. But, like, those scores, 28, 31, 24, 38, like. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. That many points, you should win the game. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. bad our defense was. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like that first game against the Saints, you saw him in action, you know, and you couldn't stop him. I think that's he what some fans 40 points. That same those same type of fans that, that next this, day they said this guy's this, awesome. That's right. Most right. Iconic they pose. Think, yep. But but I'm telling you, that yep. pose right there and Heineke diving in the end zone to some They're not the are same the thing. Same thing it's not even close, no, dude. Because one, one was field. seen as the savior of our curse. Yeah, he had higher expectations before he came in. That's one was a highlight to a seven and nine season. One was Another what one. we thought the beginning of a dynasty. God. I'm gonna <laughs> raffle this off on Redskins. <laughs> Don't do it. Keep that. That's, Don't that. do that. Yeah, I'm that's, joking. That's, the other Redskins Where's my It's not even in the same ballpark, bro. Like, you know, RG three had three twenty the first game. He had two touchdowns passing. 
it, the organization was moving in a new direction. Like this was the momentum started before that game too. Like don't sleep because he didn't even play four, preseason. It, uh, he came in against Buffalo, yeah, but it was so vanilla. It was, it was, it was, it was just, vanilla, yeah, it was the Ferrari and bubble but, wrap, but yeah. the reports all preseason. I remember reading some stuff from John Kime, like he couldn't miss, you know what I'm saying? Like he was down up. It was like, you can't, it's hard to explain what that was, bro. Like when he came to it, like Rod said it, like you watching a draft feeling different. Like, yo, my life just changed. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that moment, like, and it, it sucks that that just got trapped in one year and we couldn't keep that going. You know what I mean? To help build the franchise. Um, it, it felt like we, we entered the vacuum of space. Yes. When he heard his ACL, like literally yeah. the life was sucked out of me. I, I'll say it again. I cried when he was drafted, and I cried when he tore his ACL. I was alone in Germany. Turkey, when he got drafted, alone in Germany on the third floor of this freaking German apartment I was living in, and just heartbroken. Like, right. everything everything crashed. My universe crashed. You saw their future, like, literally, all your hopes and dreams just pulled away from you. It was, it was horrible. It was did, horrible. You, did you guys feel like you knew it was over at that point, or were you just kind of just in the moment? I didn't think it was over. I mean, I, I saw him. Yeah, he was doing jumping jacks two weeks later. I'm like, oh, he's good. Yeah, that, that was – oh, my God, Steve, I was nuts. Like, the, the fucking – the draft party, he's doing jumping jacks on the stage. He was squatting, like, 500 pounds um, all in for week one. Like, I, I got the shirts. Uh, we, yeah. Steve was sharing some of his uh, paraphernalia earlier oh. in the admin uh, admin chat. Like, it, it's, it's crazy because, like you said, like – I think Griffin is shell shocked now. Like he needs to see a sports psychologist right. if it's not too late. I think it's probably too late, probably um, unfortunately. But I think he's still a serviceable backup uh, in this league. He's not with the Ravens anymore. I think they dropped him um, mm-hmm. at the end of the season, so he's a free agent. Hopefully, he gets signed by someone. Um, but it's just if if that kid learned how to protect himself and not play hero ball. I think he could have had a legitimate shot. Like I remember him going to the Browns and I wanted him to do well for the Browns. And he tried to run over a, a Philadelphia Eagles linebacker yeah. week one in like shoulder. separated yeah. his shoulder or something like that. It's just, it's unfortunate, man. Cause I, I think the kid's tough. You know, you play in the NFL, you're shit. You're tougher than me, I guess. But, um, just call what it. Sucks is that I get this lingering feeling. I had this lingering feeling that RG3 is still better than some players that's gonna be in the league longer than him. But I just feel matter. like it's still in there. I feel uh, like this I feel like there's something in there still somewhere in there. But he Not can't get it out. Right. That's what that's what Rod's saying about the sports psychologist. He psychologist. can't get it out anymore. Yeah. You know? But you know what? Try. It, everything about that whole situation was epic because I remember, like I used to listen to radio, Redskins radio heavy back then. And I remember that was the exact time when this divide started, at least the current generation of like Redskins fans, because half it was the Kirk and RG three thing on the radio. That's all you heard was like the Kirk hive and the RG three people going at each other on the radio all the time. And the radio stations milked it. It was like, you know, somebody would call in and say something nice about RG three, somebody from, you know, the Hills of Virginia would call in and say something about Kirk is better. RG three can't read defenses. You know what I mean? And then somebody from inner city DC would call and they'd be like, yo, Kirk can't throw the ball through a wet napkin. And it was like, it was like this distinct <laughs> moment in time where like the Redskins fan base just said, just split. You I know what I'm it. saying? And I I, we, we never came back together. Yep. I hate it. Just the 
Yeah, it was terrible. And ever since then, it's been the same way. I mean, you could you could go back to like Sonny and Billy Kilmer, Jay Jay and Doug, Rex and Beck. Like it it never stopped. Rex but it, was, and but it wasn't. Donovan. It wasn't on this level though. This was no. A it was not. Level. It was not. It was not. You don't draft two quarterbacks small, in the same draft. This one has a small racial component. I'm sure yeah. if it was if there was social media and 24 hour sports news that the Doug Williams one would have been the same way. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we'll ever like. Like with the Haskins things, like I don't think Haskins ever had a chance here anyway. And, and because I think that divide still exists and the same people are on the same sides of that argument. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, uh, Haskins can't I, said, I, don't, I don't want a black quarterback ever in D.C. again. Yeah. Like they're talking Trey Lance, like, I, and it, it's. You don't get Cam Newton. I mean, I don't know. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him, man. Like, here's the thing, like. Like people legit, like there's fucking T-shirts for Taylor Heineke, man. Right. Hey, there's never miss an opportunity to make some money, man. You know. This do you team. remember? Do you guys remember when Griffin made T-shirts and Subway commercials, all this other shit, and people said, "Study the play." Like, I don't think Taylor oh. made those T-shirts. I don't know oh. if he did. Those I don't were sold by no, the no, 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 no. Not only did they say study playbook when Griffin made them, but then Kirk Cousins turned around and made T-shirts himself, and nobody had nothing to say about that. Well, no, he bad. made a book. He wrote a book. He wrote a book about about being a Christian quarterback in the NFL. I have the book. Like he wrote a book about it. This year, about the book, Haskins, bro. bro. I, I bought Robert Griffin's book too. I bought both. <laughs> Roddy started laughing. He did. I think like, it's good guy. Think, Steve, good guy Steve, hey Steve, man, this guy Steve is like a the a brain man. He he absorbs everything. Man, he's like Brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> on the, the Legion of Doom. Well, I like the, the you like that shirt from I hate Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you no. like that. Haskins oh, wore an armband. So did Tom Brady, who started and won the, the <laughs> no, Super Bowl. When he wore the armband, we talked about this in the earlier podcast this year. There was articles of like, oh, they're dumbing down the offense for Dwayne Haskins, dumb mule nigger from like literally that's how it read <laughs> yeah. to me. That's how it read to me. That's how it read to me. Like it's 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 insulting. When you have a young quarterback that we knew needed to learn, like quarterbacks need to learn the league. Burrow wore a damn armband. Brady wore an armband. Taylor Heineke wore an armband in the playoffs. And that's that's probably expected for sure because he came from studying college playbooks or college math. Yeah. Being a starting quarterback, like I'm, it's fine. But it's not an indictment against the quarterback's intellect if he's wearing an armband. It, it eases the game. To me, that means that, hey, whatever verbiage you're using to call your plays, it's too verbose. Right. Tone it down. Fuck all that. Uh, New England take the whole other team's practice and make it easier for their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I legit, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, man. It's crazy, yeah. though. Like as a, as a black man, I do not want a black quarterback in D.C. again for that reason. Because See, I, I think I take it personally, and I'll admit I'll admit to it. Right, I I can't I, I can't say I I feel what you what you are feeling. Right, no, don't even, like, don't I, even like that. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying that if you look at these Robert Griffin and Dwayne Haskins, I think it's clear that coaching, football people, ownership were both on different levels, and I don't think that's the way it is right now. So if Ron says, I want Trey Lance. I'm going to get Justin Fields. I wholeheartedly believe that everybody's on the same page. I didn't, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't wrong. think, 
<laughs> you would be wrong. Fans would not have it. Like no, no, no. I don't care about the fans. I'm okay, just talking okay. the ownership, front office, and yeah. the front okay. o- and the coaches. That's it. I'm not talking fans. I, feel, I don't I give. Feel. I don't give a shit about. But the but but I don't think. But when Ron says he doesn't want a black quarterback, it's not just ownership. It's also the way that the fans treat that quarterback as well, I, right? That's the reason. Like I legitimately as, feel like yeah. I'm fighting the fans every week. Facts every week, and it makes you feel like you got to pick a side, even though you just want to cheer for who has the most talent, right? Yeah. And, right, and, yeah. and and the moment that I am I got fully on board with Rod was when Heineke came back. There is no way you're going to bring somebody in who has anything to learn with this fan football Jesus Heineke in, in town. And I got nothing against Heineke. I, I, I just know that statistically him being successful in the NFL is highly improbable. He hates for, Heineke, fellas. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I mean, look, 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 <laughs> I know, look he don't, at he don't Dude, you it's, you need Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or, or Drew Brees yeah. from four years ago, because he took a decline this year. But like, those are the three quarterbacks that could come in and supplant Heineke in this organization. Yep. As crazy as that sounds, crazy, yeah. If we yeah, get Dak Prescott in four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks, whenever the you know free agency opens up for us, if we sign Dak Ooh. Prescott, who's what forty-seven and like. 25 or something mm-hmm. he has a, he's he's plus he's plus in the wins column if you sign him and he has a one touchdown three interception game hi nicky i don't know I, so, I don't think i don't think Dak, i don't think Dak watson russ uh or any of these guys you'd have to worry about that now Crazy. now if you went out and got mariota or you picked up Brissett. Mariota would and, have an easier time than Dak and man, Watson if, both. If if Mariota now came in here, man, and they no. number one just didn't beat this guy out. Nope. You know what I'm saying? There's no way you just give no, those guys the job and everybody's happy. No. I tell because, you what, those those dudes will come in and they'll get the job, and people will still complain that where's the competition? Why didn't Taylor win? Yeah. Hey, it, literally the mindset it, of some it, of these it, folks. And that's the problem. Like we're yeah. so we're so battered and bruised that we, we keep saying this over and over again. The only way this fan base will succeed in the future is if we have a franchise quarterback and then everyone else is just a guy. Which Taylor Heineke even... is, but he <laughs> okay. had this one little game yes. that everybody's like, yo, yes. and no, guys, no offense they're to Taylor Saints, Heineke. Saints game. Yes. No, no offense. How, how, many t- how many Super Bowls are won with just a guy? Listen to this. I'm going to read off the Super Bowl quarterbacks for just, you know, I'll, I'll stop when I stop. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Nick Foles. Okay. Yeah. yeah Asterix. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Joe Flacco. Asterix. <clears throat> I, say, I put the, I put the Russell Wilson on a regular guy at the time. For sure. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, or uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, 2000, 2003 that was Trent Dilfer <clears throat> Hall of Famers for 99.5% yes. of those. there was a statistic like how the, the the Super Bowls were shared amongst like what three or four quarterbacks for like 15 years right I mean you can't win with just a guy it is the exception not the rule yes that, that's the frustration with folks when when people say like the defense is built to win now perhaps then get a really 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 good quarterback yes if you're yes. thinking about Taylor Heineke, you are wrong. Actual fact. I think that's Taylor Heineke. Like, I, I'm happy for you, young man. I'm 38, 39 years old. Your contract just eclipsed everything I've ever made in my life. <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> Steve has a soundboard, too. I love it. That's awesome. Like, I, I will not make $8 million. I, well, maybe I will. I'm not even 
I'll knock on wood because you never know. You never know what may happen in the future. But, like, I'm happy for you that you got your money. Like, you were in school. You're, you're, you're studying applied advanced mathematics, whatever. Great story. Great. Exactly. Great story. Like, rags to riches type stuff. Like, that's, that's awesome. Um, but statistically, it doesn't look good for you to be a very successful quarterback because people will reference Kurt Warner. That's an exception to the norm. Yeah, but y'all sound like y'all sound like Dewey Cox's wife on Walk Hard. You're never gonna make it. <laughs> You're never gonna. You're never gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't. I don't feel I any different wrong. ways about Heineke or Heineke or Heineke Taylor. Heineke. I don't feel any. I, I. I. I personally, I've told you guys, you guys, this for sure that I want a franchise quarterback, man. But you're not gonna tell me that you can go off and get like Brissett. Tyrod Taylor, Mariota, and you get them on a team. You can't, in my opinion, I, I wouldn't be happy with you just saying, yeah, you're the number one quarterback and not have to beat that guy out. Let, let me tell you something. Because I don't, th- I don't think they're, I think if they're better than him, they're marginally better. I don't feel like, exactly. I don't feel like if, look, this is what I'm saying though. This is what I'm saying though. I think that if you don't know, I put that. any of those quarterbacks on that what team you, last year. Oh. On that team last year, we win eight, we win seven, eight games. Either way it goes, but none the of them NFL, move the needle. The, if you go NFL, get Watson or something like that, I'll have no objections. They the NFL tells you that you're wrong because Heineke got cut five times. How many times Mario get cut? Twice. Once. It's going to be twice. No, he's not. We might have traded for him. Brissett got. Brissett's never been cut. Brissett's never been cut. But the thing about you know Brissett though, the thing about Brissett though, this team needed a quarterback and let him walk and pick somebody else up. Who did, I mean, who he was on a team. He was on a team last year, and they didn't even they didn't even ask him if he wanted to start because they're competing for else. a Super Bowl. So, so you're saying you want to go get a quarterback that nobody thinks can compete for a Super Bowl with? Who? To compete for another guy? No, you're saying, for example, Brissett for your argument. You're yeah, saying, but I don't, I don't think those they, guys they, they are wanted afraid. to get Philip Rivers because they wanted to win a Super Bowl. But you're saying that Brissett's uh, not a quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with. Why the fuck do you want him here? He at least was on a team all year. You do. He was on a team. No, I, I, I don't. I don't mind oh, Brissett. I don't mind Brissett. I just think, let, hey, let him come in and beat you, the beat the uh, ass and take the job. The whole, the, the whole thing with Brissett or anyone else, like, I want someone like Steve said earlier that they, they need to come in. Heineke needs to be how's way handy? below him. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It needs to it needs to be a guy that you can come in and be like, there's no way impossible hell that Heineke can ever beat him out. No matter if that dude gets hurt, breaks his leg when he comes back from a broken leg, he's got the job. Now, if you do that with Mariota, as soon as he goes down, it's over for him, dude. It's over. Nah, but look, I'm telling you, they, learn from the Carson Cam. Wentz. That's the reason learn, too. Learn from the Carson Wentz situation because Carson Wentz had all this flair around him, but it's the it's the small school quarterback poison. They don't work out in the NFL. No matter, they might have a good season, and they might have a good season and a half. Eventually, the small school quarterbacks always regress back to the mean. It just happens that way. The list that Steve read, how many small school quarterbacks were there? The only exception on that entire list. Joe Flacco. But Flacco regressed back to the mean. He did. Delaware. He did. He He had one. No, he was one good year in the playoffs. In the playoffs. And then regressed back to the mean. Where did Oregon quarterback come from? Mahomes, Texas Tech. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, which is is an SEC school, right? Uh, uh, Big Big Ten. Big Ten, sorry. Big 12. But the – the reality is Carson Wentz went to North Dakota State, small school. He regressed back to the mean. Josh Allen is going to eventually regress back to the mean. I don't, I don't like small school quarterbacks, bro. It's just not my thing. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Whatever. Nothing. Steve. Me and Rod are just chatting about soundboards, and he paid for it. I just Googled it. Motherfucker. I Googled it, too. Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a sound I heard on the 56. I heard that sound on the 56 podcast a long time ago. I will, just, yeah. I will say that. <laughs> that, that. That's the free drop from Anchor, man. They got the, I, the trumpet womp womps. <laughs> I paid for a damn soundboard order today, ladies and gentlemen. I was so hyped. Yeah, this is so limited. This is so limited, though. There's like three or four things, and yeah, yeah I, I don't know. The, I never so the, when you come to the Redskins Addicts, the real Redskins Addicts group on Facebook, you have a question. You have to answer this. Yes, Daddy. Oh, that's true. Yes, Daddy gets you in the group, and I was so hyped when I got that damn sound little cut earlier. Yeah, I don't have any of that. That's that's good stuff. That's worth his weight. That's dope. That's dope. Heineke, nobody wants Heineke to start, man. No. But I, I'm just, I mean, it's not that I don't want him to start. If he deserves it, he deserves it. But I'm just saying, I, want, I do want us to get a quarterback in to, and, and it not be him, but I need that guy to be significantly better. Like, it's like beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't want a guy to be like, well, he probably can beat this guy out. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want I don't is that legitimately guy. a third-string quarterback. L- listen, when, when Sheehan talked to him on the interview, I, I listened to that thing twice. Sheehan said, hey, what did, what did they tell you before you signed or when they signed you about what they expect from you. He goes, words matter. I think they want me to come in and compete. He never said, they told me I'm yeah, coming yeah. in to compete. He said, I think they want me to come and compete. People are missing that word. I think, I think, I think he's there because they know he's polarizing and whoever they bring in, maybe their hopes is that his presence, his aura will, will make someone, rise above and know that hey i got this guy on my you know nipping at my tail who who's kind of polarizing so i gotta i gotta step my game up so you gotta give me a, you gotta give me a guy that's been a starter i don't want a guy that ain't gonna start somewhere else that's where so you don't want to so you don't want a rookie at 19 Man, look look I, this is my theory on a rookie though right that's my preferred <laughs> choice my, uh, my preferred my preferred my preferred situation is to draft a guy and I, i'm not saying you gotta use 19 to do it but I'm saying draft a guy, and you can get a Cam. It ain't got to be Cam, but you can get a Cam Newton for this example to bridge it over for the year and get this guy ready for a year or two. Let Taylor and Cam or whoever play quarterback this year, save your money, fill in these holes with receiver, inside linebacker, and wherever you need them. But that means Kyle Allen is gone. I, Ron, specifically said Kyle, Kyle you can, You're going to need four quarterback. Kyle Allen's only going to cost $800,000. Four quarterbacks? Some teams we have four. Have three. We played four or five this year. Corona's still around, man. Yeah, that guy's not even going to be what's, healthy till mid-season. What's your What's your record next year if Taylor Heineke's is starting quarterback week one? Uh, eight nine games, you just like lying. I would say the same thing God, if Mariota boy. plays quarterback. What? So eight you, nine wait, games. So you're Get saying Taylor Heineke is equivalent to Marcus Mariota? Man, I don't think. No, no. I'm just saying. I don't think he's better than Marcus Mariota. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that he's so much better that you can just give him the job. <laughs> Ellie's putting on a blindfold. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't no. think he's better. Oh, I don't think he's man. better than Mariota, man. I just think that. I just think that. Why would you give up? Why would you give up a third or whatever pick they want for him for a guy that you can just get the same guy in a draft or the same guy on the street? That's not a guy you trade for. Get Cam. He's not going to cost you nothing. Our quarterback needs to walk into the quarterback room and just say this to Taylor Heineke. Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> 
and just take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I'm the captain now, or something like that. Let's let's, let's go let's get Dak, man. Cam Newton last year was not as bad as everybody's making him out to be. I agree. But what does that do for this team? Because Bridge. I, I, how does rookie? he fit? How does he fit into this and in what they're doing though, man? Like I, I really don't see it. I don't bridge see to it. the rookie. He already knows the offense. Bridge to the rookie. It's a yeah, perfect I, fit. I just don't know if Cam sees himself as a bridge to a rookie. Man, Cam's so gonna see himself it's... unemployed or or a bridge to a rookie. Anywhere I, he goes, he's a bridge. You know, you know what? Organization sends so many mixed signals though, because are they winning now? Right. Ron did this year. Like a Listen. rebuild year. We won the division at seven and nine and put us at the nineteenth draft pick when our NFC East foes who are equally as miserable, some only one game behind us, are picking seven slots ahead of us. Yeah, Ron said his goal this year is to win the division. That's his number one. His number one goal is to win the division. I agree. Do you think Cam is worse or better than the quarterbacks we have this year? That's shit, though. I understand that. But do you think he's better or worse than the quarterbacks we have this year? It's not. No, my my response about that being shit is is a response to Steve. You won the division in 2020. Your goal next year is to win the division, right? Oh, at, no, no, no. At, he said at a minimum. At a minimum, you can go back and listen okay, to it. At a minimum, basement. okay. The, that's basement. the basement. The division, okay. Yeah, the goal. Super Bowl, divisional round. Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl is the ultimate goal for sure, yeah. without a doubt. I think you're punch drunk if you think we're going to make the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, but yeah. if you say, "Hey, we win Wild Card Weekend," if we're the you know the third or third seed or worse, well, second seed or worse now, the way the, the NFL rule. Uh, places their teams in the playoffs we win we win wild card weekend and maybe we make the maybe we make the nfc championship game yeah that's that's great like that's that's legitimately progress if you win wild card progress you make the nfc championship game extra progress for sure um so yeah but if the basement is winning the division again back to back which no team has done since what 2008 or 9 i think in this division do it. We're not doing I it think, with Heineke, though. We're not doing I it. Agree, with- I agree with that, but I think I think if you get Cam, he's better than last year's uh, quarterback mess. I think that he. I think he. I think the offense would be better because you can afford because you're getting a cheap Cam. You can afford another receiver and an inside linebacker <laughs> and maybe something else. Let me you say I this. agree. I oh, agree. Ahead, I, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I just don't know if our fan base and it, it, the fan base doesn't matter, but it annoys the shit out of me. Whether it's on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, it's going to annoy me because they'll still look at Cam Newton, and he's probably not the same player as he was in 2015 when he won the NFL MVP. But I think he's better than Taylor Heineke. I think he's head and shoulders still above that kid. Right, I do too. But, but that moment he has a bad game, they're calling for the backup. That doesn't happen anywhere else but DC. I think, but I think, but Cam, I think, but Cam has enough out of all the 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 nine guys. You're not going to get. You're not going to get Watson and and Russ. Out of you're not just assuming we're not getting those guys. Out of all the guys that you're capable of reaching out and grabbing right now, I think that he is the best choice for us. Not necessarily the best quarterback, but I think he's the best quarterback for us because he knows something what somewhat of the offense, right? He somewhat knows the coach. He knows the coach's demeanor. He knows what to expect. He's been a winner. But dude, I'm not saying he's great, but he's an upgrade from last year, and he's going to be cheap, and you can still get other pieces, even a quarterback. If you think Trey Lance is the guy, you can still get Trey Lance. Let him sit this year and next year. You're negating the fact that the offensive coordinator didn't want him in Carolina. 
right? Like he he wanted uh, Kyle Allen. Allen. He's still that, there too. He's gonna be hurt though. But my that's my point. So you're gonna recreate that situation in Carolina that they tried to push Cam Newton out of Carolina for because because it came out Scott Turner wanted Kyle Allen. The owner wanted Will Greer. They moved him out. So you're just gonna regroup that team back here. Is Ron going to be able to handle that mess? I love Cam Newton as a leader. Make no mistake. I love him as a leader. I think he'd be great for Terry, and I think he'd be great for Logan Thomas. Everybody else, and and Gibson. Everybody else, I don't know. But I just think, like, why would Cam come back here and go back to the same situation? And Kyle Allen may not be here. Uh, He's not going to be healthy week one anyways. He might not be here. But Scott Turner, I think it was kind of clear. Like, I don't know what their relationship was like, but that's also an obstacle. You know what I'm saying? But it the thing that the thing that I, I, I will give you credit for is that Ron seems intensely loyal to the people that he's dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton's one of those dudes because Cam Newton basically got Ron everything he's ever earned in his career. Right. Be real about right. So at some point, Ron's Ron seems to pay back favors. And, and it's gonna be a big one because I don't know what that market for Cam It makes look. too much, it makes too much sense to not happen. And I, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying it's it's the best way for us to get better quicker because we're going to be able to fill holes. Dev, and you, what 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 does Dak Prescott do better than Cam Newton? The only only reason I would pick him is because right now I think his arm talent might be better right now, and he's younger. Meaning what? What do you mean by arm talent? I just I just think that he I think he fits the ball in better spots than Cam. Cam still is a guy who, even though he's lost a little bit of it, relies on athleticism mm-hmm. more than he should at his age. But he's, he's big nice. enough to he's big enough to withstand it, you know. Okay. I think I I'm think I like I like both of them. But you know, I would. Only reason I say go after uh, Dak is if you're going to go after a big name or big time quarterback you want to grow it going forward for five, six, seven years. Go get Dak. He's young. Oh, but Dak. But if you're going to if if you need a guy to bridge you to the young guy you draft, go get Cam because he knows the offense. The thing you can spend Dak, more time teaching the other guy, bro. I, 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 I heard a lot of people that know football and fans of the Cowboys too that said Dak was not that great for a large stretches of time in Dallas and then had a good stretch obviously last year. But like especially when um some of his weapons weren't there. Like he just his his yeah his skill I, goes I to agree, the toilet. I agree I agree with you there. And if he came here, then that would be that would limit our ability to get other names to come in. And play but that's what him. I'm saying. So now yeah, you're creating I, a problem that yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. I, I'm telling you, I, my, my best plan is to go get Cam and draft the dude. And you don't have to draft. If you get Cam, you don't have to draft the quarterback in the first round. He can sit, draft the guy in the second round. Yeah, but dude, they, went a, they went after Matt Stafford, bro. Like, I don't I don't know. Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. He's I, not a I, great quarterback. He's I good. Know. I just no, don't see it. What, what he's saying is that they went after Matt Stafford. Why would they just draft some dude in a later round? They, right. they, clearly, they're trying to I, go all in on a quarterback right. of some sort. Right, but there's no one. There's no one available that they can get that won't mess everything up. Now, I mean, like I said, I, I'm all cool. If you want to go get Russ, go get Dak, go get Watson, then get him. I'm cool with that. I just don't think that's likely. I, I don't know why Houston would ever trade Watson. To be honest, yeah. that's stupid. Hey yo, Dak's QBRs rookie year seventy seven six, second year sixty nine nine, third year fifty five point two, fourth year seventy one point nine, last year seventy eight point seven. That's yeah. not that great, y'all. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I mean, it was clear when when, when Zeke when Zeke was out, <clears throat> he clearly was not the same quarterback. Which no no fault to him. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks run, you know, they're they're based off their play action game. Like look at Kirk Cousins, 
He who do you want a quarterback, Ellie? Uh, who do you think we should? What, what do you think our options should be? It's not out there. Like so. What I don't want is the Redskins, or excuse me, the football team to commit themselves to anybody long term right now. Because I don't think we like just settle. I agree. I don't think we know what we want yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think we're still trying to figure out who we are. What are you going to put beside Terry? And are you going to pay Terry top end receiver money two years from now when his deal is up? Right. You know what I'm saying? He's like got this, to pay Allen and, uh, and, and, and Payne. You know what I mean? And I notice it's a lot of questions coming up. So I think like you have to. I heard a, uh, something on a radio that said like, the teams that go to the Super Bowl generally are teams with quarterbacks on rookie deals because it allows you to put pieces everywhere else. This was on Sirius XM Radio. Let me get the proper credit. Now, think about that. We got – if we go out and we put, like, 140 mil on Dak, we got to start letting people go for him to be here. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, honestly, for me, I would rather have, like, somebody like a Teddy Bridgewater if they get – um uh, homeboy from uh, Watson. They, they got to do something with that twenty million they're paying Teddy B. So we can eat twenty million dollars at the quarterback position. We've been doing it for years and still be able to fill gaps everywhere else. But when we start getting that forty million dollar money, you guys are asking some questions. And what then would you, you say about, about Jameis Winston? No, 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 bro. I don't want somebody, bro. You talk about what we just had that conversation we just had. Homie throws interceptions, whether you like it or not. When that happens, backup time. Do you believe interceptions could be corrected? No. Show me, show me the case where it has. He got Josh eye surgery. Allen. Yeah. But he had contact. That, one pass, that, Baker, one, pass, that Baker, one pass that Winston had this year was, was beautiful. It was muddy. It was muddy. He was on point. You can't be a bad quarterback. Though. I know he threw 40 interceptions too, but you can't be a bad quarterback and throw 40 touchdowns. That's yes, you can. So look, I'm, I'm can, an FSU man. fan because I don't think that was an their accident. logo. Their logo looked like the Redskins logo when I was a kid, so I started yeah. liking them. Um, I like Jameis since his FSU days. Still I think he could be. I, I think he could be really good. I honestly do. Like, but it kind of unfortunately belabors to what I said earlier. It was like I don't want a black quarterback in DC again. But you have to no. like. Jameis can like he might give you forty touchdowns, but are you gonna be able to live with the twenty three interceptions that come along I with? I think it? this team could live with it. I don't think so, dude. Because no, your I don't defense think that's is hard to overcome. It is, and your defense is so good. We had Why quarterbacks throw have, hardly any touchdown passes, but you, but you can't like think about how they're building this team, Dev. It's defense first. They want to take care of the ball. Let the defense win the game for you. Right. We got we got those monsters on defense. You're not gonna sit there and put your defense in adverse positions. Remember what they said about Haskins? The big knock on Haskins was. He didn't, he didn't sustain drives. You said this. He put you yeah, deep I, in I, bad situations. You were always um, starting your drives uh, from the other side of the field. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm you want. I'm going Stewart. on the hope, though, if you were to get a guy that's not going to kill no, your don't do like, like Winston. Yeah, I know. I'm do dealing the, with the problem that is, we though, get some talent to sprinkle in, maybe I, Allen Robinson or something like that. Bro, that, he that, had, that, he that, had that, Evans that and Goodwin and still threw 30 picks. He also threw 30, 30 40 interceptions, too. And, and 5,000 yards. To do. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, you know, uh, you don't accidentally throw 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, bro. I don't. It, it, he wasn't a good fit in the Aryan system. That is clear as day. So, honestly, it's, it's undetermined. I can't say that Winston would be, would be great. He's lost 15, 20 pounds. He's had eye surgery. 
He sat behind Sean Payton. He sat behind Drew Brees. I, I, just, I, I, am, how much I am intrigued, but not intrigued enough to say that's my guy. <laughs> I wonder how much he's worse he is than Bridgewater. That's all I was thinking. Bridgewater, here's what Bridgewater is $15,000 in Bitcoin. Jameis is $150,000 in Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and, and just for everybody to know this, I'm a diehard Louisville fan as well. So I love, I love Teddy Bridgewater, man. I, I would love to have Teddy here. Not going to knock that. I would love that. Uh, the, the, the problem is there's, there's, this is not a quarterback heavy draft. That's, that, that's, our, that's our downfall. There's not like second, third round, fourth round, like guys are like, oh yeah, we can just build a project. It, you are limited to just Fields and Lawrence. Coin earner, owner, that hurt my, that hurt my soul. That hurt my soul. Yeah. Everybody oh, else man. is just, uh, I <laughs> don't care, moon, Mac baby. Jones. No. <laughs> to the moon. The moon. No, but you're right, Steve. It's not really, there's nobody in this draft if you don't get Trevor Lawrence that you, and, and maybe Fields, that you feel Fields. comfortable being like. Or Zach right. Wilson. You could argue Zach Wilson. No. No, sir. I would not argue Zach Wilson. He's a little but, scrappy guy. But, but it, I'm saying if Zach Wilson was to fall. No. He's not falling to 19. I don't, don't give fall 19, but you can we, I package that crap ass number two pick with other, you know, I don't want to use that pick for anything. I don't even want it on the team. Lions don't need a quarterback, so seven is very intriguing. Don't if y'all get Zach Wilson, I'm 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 done. Because <laughs> I said it before, he's Baker Mayfield on the field and Johnny Manziel in the brain. I don't want any part of that. You you wouldn't take you wouldn't take uh, Baker Mayfield right now? No, because he's going to regress back to the mean. I don't know, man. Yo, Zach Wilson's stats, he only has this year. That's it good. Is. Was he a it starter is. in 18 and 19? Because if so, Lance, those numbers suck. Let Trevor Lance, I didn't play this year, but one game, did he? Trey Lance, oh, yeah, one game was a showcase. Yeah, he, it was a showcase he one played game. all last year, then they played showcase game, and I could still throw the ball. Still has zero interception. Just wait on Miami's quarterback to come out next year. Zach Wilson's 200 pounds, too, bro. Like, come <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. out of here. Like, I hate and, that. And like, Trevor Lawrence just had surgery on his left arm. Like, there's so many questions with this this year's quarterback draft class. I, I think we're going to be stuck in another year of. No, we're going to get stuck eh. with Steven Montez, motherfuckers. Yeah. Hey, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't encourage I, him, Steve. I thought he was going to come on the field in that Tampa Bay game. I was like, and oh, we're going to see it. it. We're going to see it. it. <laughs> just for a handoff, though. Just for a handoff. Dude, the, the media was like. The jacket Somebody was was tweeting like Bro. Montez looks like he just saw a ghost now that he has to go on the field like he looks some, shook. Oh man, beta bullshit. I ain't, putting court, I ain't putting a coat on no other man. I don't care. <laughs> I only did it to my sons. It's cold outside. What if we was a backup dancer at a James Brown concert, bro? You'd have they to. are seven and nine years old. Put your own coat on, son. <laughs> Not happening. Yo, he put that dude on. He put that coin on like he was like an MVP of the league. <laughs> James Brown, really soft then. Like you, I don't ever want you to start for the Washington football team, bro. James Brown, man. Yo, he, yo, he draped the coat at home, but like he's a pimp, <laughs> Bruh. Didn't somebody take his coat off of him though? Like Orange Juice Jones in the in the rain yo, I video. I just got for a coat. They showed, they showed that video of him putting the coat on Taylor Heineke. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I don't ever want this kid to start a game for the Washington. I'm gonna look that up. Ever. We leave here too. I don't remember ever. being that funny, but it's gotta be. What? They put the coat on homeboy. No, <laughs> it was like the. I mean, I never. I like never thought of that being real. that way, but yeah, I get it, man. They put a coat on another grown ass man. <laughs> I put my coat on my like seven year old kid. You know, it's yeah. like, it's I, won't, I won't do that. I played Pokemon Go with my kids earlier today. I said, Malcolm, put on your coat. 
Peanut yeah. butter, of course. All right, you gonna be cold in the car. <laughs> you be we get there. I, I got a, I got another question for you guys. <laughs> if, if, if I said you could have Alfred Morris's three year run, what two two year run, or the potential of Antonio Gibson for the next five years, which one are you taking? Gibson. Oh, I'm going. I'm going Gibson, man. Yeah, I, gonna pass I'm up the short believe. thing. Yeah. So, oh, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I I hate to do it to Elf. You play for the Giants now, I think. So kind of fuck you. But he'll be on the Elf pod next was, year. <laughs> he'll be on the pod. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, we love you. Oh, Elf. No, here, great. The place where all retirees come. Here is the thing with Elf. <laughs> he was extremely productive when RG three was the running threat. Yeah. When that threat went away, his numbers start to go down, which is fine. Alf was what a six round pick out of Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Um. He he overplayed his his contract. He was, Facts. you know, the, the kid. He still got that Honda Accord. Mazda, like fucking six two six or something like that. I love him for because he's humble. Um. I I think Alf is dope. Like I I I'm kind of bummed I never bought his jersey. Um. But. Gibson performed well in a conventional offense, whereas Morris performed well in a quote-unquote gimmick offense. That's, yeah. I hate to say it, but that's what was referred to during the time. Maybe not so more these days, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think well, a, I think AG has a, a higher ceiling. When, when there was I'm no threat of, of Robert of running as a receiver, when there, was no, when, there, when there was no threat of Robert running, you saw what happened to Alf. Yeah. Remember, so. remember that debate, like who needed who more? Like did Robert need Alf more, or did Alf need Robert more? You yeah. remember that whole thing? It, it was all Robert. I mean, you never knew what that dude did. That dude was deadly. It was yin yang. Yeah, it was yeah. dude. He he still has the best read option. Go play Madden twenty five, ladies and gentlemen. That the way that EA programmed the read option that year was was horrible. It's called the QB rap cheat code. I have videos. I have videos of myself just destroying people. Oh, they got one with Lamar Jackson on the new one, man. It's dude, stupid. Dude, the defense would bite so hard, and Griffin's speed was ridiculous. I think he was better than, than Mike Vick from 2004 Madden. And Lamar Jackson got one. He hands it off where it's a fake handoff uh, option. He runs up the middle. Yeah. Down all day long on that. Steve yeah, runs, turned up when I play. said that Griffin was better than Mike Vick in Heineke. So what's your comments on that, Steve? I, <laughs> nah, I mean, hey, was it was it the 07 Vick? 04 Vick. I think I can't old. remember his, his the Falcons Vic because last year on the Falcons Vic was oh, great. Five, oh, four, when his first year back on the Eagles was pretty dope too. Oh, that's the uh, year that Sean Taylor brought us the hit stick on Madden. Oh, five. Uh, Madden 04 has Mike Vick on the cover. And we hey we Leo. kept talking about all these QBs real quick. Hey, what do you what, what is your thoughts on Darnold? Real Trash. quick, I like Darnold. No, I mean so, I will give based, him a third or fourth. Based on what? What do you like him for? I like his talent. I see How if do you, you watch know? if you watch the games, you can see he has it in red there. hair. It's one of it's, it's oh. one of the things it's one of the things where you when you see guys, you kinda you kinda uh-huh. know. Like if I feel the same way now uh-huh. about what's the name this of the Giants. Played in New York and his stats were nine eleven, bro. Hey, I, I, I would I would say though, Mark Bullock did a fantastic review, good and bad. He covered everything. The dude made some throws, you were like, Oh my gosh, that's so not Haskins. And then and then he'll yeah. he'll do something you're like oh my gosh like that's Ellie, something Rex Grossman would do. Ellie, uh, so it's like where, what what do you Sam Donald you right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, 
Q- QBR of your guy with arm talent, 45.9, 45.6, 40.1. In that conversation, bro, he's not good. And people keep giving him a pass because of his circumstances. We just went through that this year. A quarterback with bad circumstances. One of them got held accountable. The other one, people are talking about trading the first-round pick for. Pass. Yeah. He's I don't so know, man. Brave. I, I call yeah, it, Darnold. I call it. Darnold is considered the brave quarterback who doesn't quit and doesn't give up because he took the Jets away from the number one pick. I called. I called. <laughs> That's his uh, fame. He's garbage. Right. I called Haskins out beginning of the year. Why you did? I thought that, I, thought that he I, I knew why he went. I knew why he wasn't gonna make it, and it wasn't because I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Look, man, guys in the NFL aren't gonna make it if they can't run at all, or if they don't run at all, and they don't pass with anticipation. You can have one or the other. Because Lamar Jackson doesn't pass with anticipation, man. But you're so scared of him, he has wide open passing lanes. Yeah. Haskins yeah. doesn't have that kind of help. He has to be good throwing the ball, or he's not going to be good. And and that's why I didn't think Haskins would make it. At least now, I mean, you would have to give him more time. Yeah, which is so weird. What but, what do we want as a quarterback? As a man, as just a give me a guy. Put the ball on the spot at the right time, man. I mean, and unfortunately, so man, what's the lame about that? Throw? Do you want I would like to have one that can put the ball in the right spot and, and instead of throwing when receivers are open, throw the receiver open. I would love to have that guy there. And unfortunately, what's funny about that is the guy who has the less upside on our team is the best quarterbacks at doing it. Because you know, they don't do anything else well. I know, I know. That's, 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 that's the, the only craziest, thing they do. That's the craziest shit about it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, that's the story so that, of a backup it, quarterback, it, bro. It, it irritates me that you can't find one guy that can do it. You know, I like it, it. Don't have to do it great. And the guy you did have, you ran him out. Like that's a, the Kurt could do that at least that much. And you and you just pretty much didn't want to get him. Yeah, it, it's, 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 that was it's, the right decision though. It was the right decision after two or three years of fucking with his contract. But whenever he was cheap, you could have got him. And did what? Where's he gone? Be average, bro. Why do you our want our to be? Our even average now, man. Kurt <laughs> Cousins, Kurt Cousins, whether you hate him or not, and I don't like him, but I do. He's all right, but. Kirk Cousins was the best quarterback we've had in like 20 years, man. What's that saying? And no, he wasn't because 2012 RG3 was better. Yeah, RG3 had a better year. I'm talking about better quarterback. Bro, what does that mean? What uh, position RG3 play? Uh, my uh, Sitting on the couch <laughs> making podcasts, uh, I'm assuming. I don't know what. I, I think RG3 got cut, right? right? I don't think he's doing anything right if, now. If, if RG3 check. was in the draft this year, which slot would he go? If RG3, if, if RG3 was in the draft as RG3 now or RG3 2012? Like, uh, 2012 RG3 uh, RG3 going number one, bro. He going number one. He going number one. I think I might agree with you, too. Like, Yeah, he going number one. It ain't even close, man. Especially on, even close. on the current makeup of this, this uh, NFL. He was ahead of his time. It ain't even close. It, 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 I think Watson Bill, might Josh, go number one. Josh Allen is a hero in Buffalo because he's mobile. Yeah. And teams and teams are right. taking the precautions to protect those folks these days. They wasn't the happening rules, back then. And the rules are different. Right. right. Back then it was, hey, he's a runner yeah, no matter what. Now it's, you touch rules. him, it's a penalty. Right. Exactly. That, that's why Haskins didn't make it. And I feel bad because he had the arm, he had the arm strength and he had the ability to read, read the defense. He didn't throw, he didn't throw a lot of bad passes to where like there's a hundred people there. You know, most of it was like overthrowing it or underthrowing or Your throwing it early. Like right. 13 and 2014 RG3. Right. And and and, and that's unfor- I don't think he played bad enough to cut either. And so I'll look, always say I'll always say that. We, that was we the dev- stupidest thing in the world to cut him. It was. Especially now was. when guys are getting, 
But yeah, guys are getting buttloads. To, to be fair, we missed signs on 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 Haskins too. Like he never developed a deep ball game in college because he didn't have to because he had those like you know gazelles running at wide receiver. Campbell, McLaurin, yeah, he yeah. had studs. He had but studs. he needed time, and so like it, it sucks because like. When when Jay Gruden comes out and says, "Oh well, the owner wanted to sit him down for a couple of years and let him learn," and he was like, "Nah, I'm trying to win. I got to throw him out. I don't know. They just I hate that story. I hate Jay Gruden even more." But I love Jay Gruden. I wanted to go on record. Yo, it's crazy though. Paris Campbell was <laughs> the bigger stud in Ohio State than Terry McLaurin, and his NFL career unfortunately has been a bust. Where's he at? Uh, Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, 198 Who? yards career, Who? one touchdown. Paris Campbell. Yeah. I he, was, he, was, he was the bigger wide receiver. I mean, he went second he was. round. He was. Um, Ohio State. He he was second round, 59th overall. And it's it just uh, – shout out so to Terry McLaurin, man. Work ethic means a lot in this league yeah. um, for sure. What do y'all want to – Draft is always right. Go ahead. What do y'all want to draft in – What do y'all want to draft number one overall then? You for mean the first round? Yeah, nineteen. It's best player available unless that player is potentially a defensive player. I, I don't know. Like, shit, I mean, it, it's weird though. Penn so State got slides, man. You can't pass them up. And like, I'm with you on that. But like, our defense is a strength. So, like, we need we need offensive weapons. If we can trade back and get two pretty good offensive weapons, is that going to benefit us more? You know, I, I don't know. But obviously, we'll we'll touch this with a, a you know a future pod as we get closer to the draft and free agency occurs and we see what we did in free agency. But I don't know. Like, you want to go defense to help a young quarterback as well, keep the game tight and close. Um, but that's it's still a crapshoot, man. Like, I I don't know. It's it's tough. I don't know where I would go with nineteen right now. You know, twentieth of February, twenty twenty one. I don't know where I'd go with with a uh, pick. They're talking about Julio Jones might get cut. He ain't getting cut, dog. Don't no believe way. that. No <laughs> Don't way, believe right? that. No way, Yo, right? but you know what's funny? Um, and I'm going to answer your question, too, with the same comment. I heard, like, that the receiver market might be the most disappointing market because people are anticipating all these receivers coming available. And the reality is a lot – most of them might not. Like, teams might just franchise tag them. Mm-hmm. Um so the pool for receivers might be really small, but so that I answer your question with this, whatever position you can't easily fill in free agency, I think there's going to be a couple of linebackers in free agency available. Matter of fact, we know Tampa's got two of them. I think you're going to be able to fill in some offensive line help with depth at free agency, um, but probably not a top of the line starter because top line tackles don't come available ever. But uh, homeboy uh, uh, Manny said that they really like uh, uh, what's dude's name we got last year. Um, Lucas LSU. Charles. Oh, Sidney Charles. Charles. Trump. They said he Sidney said he, they really like him. So I'm gonna say go receiver because you're probably not gonna be able to get the top end receiver without paying quarterback money for him. That's a caveat. I don't want to pay quarterback money for a top five receiver either. I agree. So get one of these kids, Jalen Waddle, um, Randall out of LSU, because you saw what the dude Justin Jefferson did in, in Minnesota. We live in a day and age now because the game is so much simpler that wide receivers make big impacts in year one. It wasn't always that way. They do now. Go get a wide receiver at 19 and and, and change the franchise. 
Yeah, get Tutu running Atwell well later in the draft. Get Tutu Atwell well later in the draft. So <laughs> why, why, why would you take a pick on, on Tutu when, when, when right now I'm just talking about draft capital? You kind of have a Steve Sims who can, you know. Steve Sims is crap. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what do you do with Steve Sims then? Now you Hold just on. wasted he's another. Not, he's, 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 not, he's not even a draft pick, is he? he I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think we're in a need to where you need to have both of them right now. You can, you use, that you on, you can use that on another pick. You cut Sam. You cut Sims because Harmon can play slot. Harmon is not playing slot though. He played slot when he was there he's most of the time. No, he's not playing no. slot. And you got right. <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, AGG. It's a uh, Le's guy. Yeah, hey, right. look, look at my background screen. That's that's, that's my boy. That's for another whole pod. I thought that Eman- was Emmanuel Hall would be there too, right? Emmanuel Hall plays next year. Get out of here with that now. You said he thought that was RG three. Until I seen the ten on the helmet, I thought it was. Is Emmanuel Hall playing next year? Who? Those receivers like six fours, real fast, man. But he got hurt. See, that's the thing with you, Dev. You like these diamond in the rough guys. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, if, I'm saying he's 6'3", 195. He's like snooping baby boy, bro. <laughs> I mean, 195, man. Here. 195, people make Yo, it, man. Look at Antonio Brown, man. I remember man. seeing Snoop Dogg and baby boy wearing that, that wife beater t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he looked like death. Speaking of baby boy, man, Yo, he, he was the most. He was supposed to be like a thug gangster character in that movie. Yo, he looked yeah. like the biggest pushover in the world. Uncle Snoop, hey, I will he fuck you came up. up with it. What's <laughs> fucked up about that whole thing is I was talking to a home one of my homeboys at work, and he was like, and you know, we had at work talking about how like she would have took baby boy back, and I'm like, man, we were talking about man, this chick done got a, a jail nigga and moved him in the crib and everything, had him sleeping in the crib with the kids and everything, man, and he took her back. No way, Jody. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Jody. What's wrong with Jody, man? <laughs> that's in the oh. military, Jody is the wife uh screwer. So that's that's hilarious. Yeah. And Jody, you know that was supposed to be Tupac's role? Um before oh, he died. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy how far in advance they 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 plot those movies, you know. When- I'm saying Snoop Dogg would have took uh Tupac's woman, man, and got out of jail, moved in with her and stuff. Bro and punked him on a step. Yo, he was the most he rolled up in slow motion with a perm, bro. Of all he time. He rolled up in slow motion on Jody with a perm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then said, now I'm going to go back and sleep with your wife, with your girlfriend and your kids, man. When I was about 40 pounds lighter in my youth, I looked at Snoop Dogg as like a pushover. Like, this dude was a gangster? What? Right, I wish you would roll up on me. He better have 25 a, soaking wet. Yo, he, better like have a small dude, packages. he better have a gun. He better have a gun. Two of them. <laughs> I will shit out of Snoop. <laughs> he did in Baby Boy. And- <laughs> <laughs> he did in Baby Boy. Even in real life, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, I will snuff you out, bro. <laughs> hey, I got real quiet, yo. Like, what's? I want to Snoop Dogg. I was going. I was going through my middle Rolodex to try to remember <laughs> real gangster moments from Snoop Dogg. I don't you know. Baby all like, boy. All I can you remember is is Dave Chappelle. Boy. In his imitation of, I'm gonna step over with you with my now and later gators. That's the only thing I can think of. I remember he was on Dave Chappelle doing the, uh, the, oh, I guess the kids and the, the kids that like the little Muppets, or whatever, but they were STDs. Nah, I love Snoop Dogg. Look, hey, what didn't he do voiceover for like a boxing match or something like that recently? Yeah, with the Tyson. He got a Tom Tom voice. Yo, classic. I tell you what, though, man, Snoop has a voice for sure for like for commentating. Just he was. He was funny as hell, man. Yeah, that was, man, Snoop, that was classic. Snoop Dogg has reinvented himself into like a family person. It's weird. 
This dude was one eight seven undercover cop man. Now it's like Yo, Martha so Stewart. the Ice Cube. So the Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube was doing Disney movies, but the whites don't like Ice Cube no more, man. So what? oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the, the the platinum package is that what it right? Was? It's over. Yeah. Hey, yo. I, did, yeah. I love Ice Cube, by the way. Great artist, man. Great musical artist. Super yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. You got a new song drop. I can't listen to new Ice Cube, though. Come on, oh, man. It's, ter- it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Dan, what you got <laughs> dropping, man? You got some new songs coming? I do, man. What you got? Spit a bar. Let me hear something. Boom. Nope. Boom. Do it. <laughs> oh, what's up? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to come after, you know, the George Michael and the Tyrese, come on, was, that ty- was that Tyrese Freestyle. in the Coca Cola commercials? That nigga with the bald head and shit. Come on, yeah. spit it over this that. beat, Dev. You can do it over this hit, beat. Hit it. Let's go. That song will ever be Deadpool. Come on, to baby. Me, man. Come on. It reminds me of Police song, Academy, but you ain't no rapper. You can't rap on the spot. You ain't no rap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hot ninety seven. <laughs> At least in well, the all the smoke. Give me <laughs> yeah. the smoke. There it is. That don't even rhyme. <laughs> that was that was a funk master. Practical nuke. <laughs> <laughs> he just killed him. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. So Le says we got wide receiver, man. Facts. I think you have to. Yeah. Because I, I think I, the Allen Robinson dream is dead. By the well, way, but look at they're gonna franchise uh, that guy. Y'all see what Richard Sherman said? Terry's if we head. had, yeah, if we I'm had, no, no, if we, if we had like a, a strong, yeah, opposite Terry, you couldn't double team him. He would be so much better. Yeah, like he's already really good. He would be so much better if see, you cannot key on him every play. What's I, the minimum I, level Juju, though that you Juju can put Schuster, across from Terry? Juju Schuster would be fit fine, but he's going to break the bank. Yeah, what, so what's the, what's the minimum level you can put across from Terry? What is it? Is it Juju? Is it Will Fuller? Is it? I tell you exactly what it is. It's Corey Davis. Corey Davis. I wouldn't mind. Corey Davis is a good receiver. Yeah. I don't know he's if he's just as productive. Take, if he's enough to take the attention <laughs> off of Terry Terry McLaurin, though, Corey Davis is a, is a good receiver. Don't get me wrong, me. but Adam I'm in the minority of this, but I think Terry goes backwards with another really talented receiver because I think he benefits from so many looks in this offense. I just wonder what he's going to be like with maybe four to five looks a game. I think, he'll get, I think he'll get deeper routes. But is he, that's not where he's good at though. We don't know that. When they've thrown it to him, he's caught it. That's not true at all. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, if, if you had a burner, it would definitely take a safety off the top. And then it would put him in more one-on-one coverages, and I'd be I'd be interested to see how he how he wins because he he finds a way to win in double and triple coverage a lot. But if you had a burner where he was doing one-on-one, I would definitely think that he you know you would you would know for sure whether he's the guy or but not. He wouldn't be the first option in the offense anymore. Oh well, okay, you're right. You're right. You asked the right question when you say like what level because if we're talking about like a John Brown or Hollywood Brown. You're 100 correct, but if you bring in an, an uh, Alan Robinson, Alan receiver, Robinson easily becomes get out of here, man. Shit, I'm saying, Alan Robinson becomes the one if he joins this team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then, you know, and then Logan Thomas in his offense is the two, right? Yeah. And oh. McKissick could be argued as the three. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Three point five, two point five. I don't know. It yeah, you're weird. right. I think those two guys come down. I don't, I don't know if uh, – I think that 
McKissick will be a, I mean, not McLaurin will be like an 80 catch guy with anybody. Hey, Rod. What's up, Prime Rod? Santana in DC or Terry McLaurin? Ooh. Prime Santana. <sighs> like 05 I Santana. I, I, here's the thing. I think, I think Terry has a more impressive route tree. So I'm going to give the what the Santana. Santana's nah. cold too. I don't know. Come on, I'm gonna put me on the spot like that, bro. That's that's nerdy. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I can't. I can't review stats. Hey man, how come you don't get no motherfucking sound effects, man? I'll do it myself. I, I I think I like Terry, but I think Terry has a more limited route tree than Tana. Uh, what do you? What routes do you see Terry run? Slants, slant, digs, <laughs> hitch. And that's it, right? Like those three to four slant digs hitch out. Yeah, hitch out. I don't know. For for me, he's kind of a hybrid between Santana and Pierre Garcon. Like I love his toughness. That's a great. That's a great call. Yeah, that really you hit it on the head. Like I I, I just Santana. Just was, say, he's was, John Taylor. I, I love Santana. Like I, I I got his jersey. You know, it's um I wore probably in my youth, youth being like five ten years ago, I guess. Um, but. No, like Santana's still cold, man. Like, don't don't get me wrong, but when I look at Terry and I look at the talent around him, I'm oh hell, we had Lavernius Coles opposite Santana Moss, so who am I kidding? Um, but it's uh that's that's tough, man. I, I think I think Terry's a is a kind of a tweener for me though. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I think he brings a little bit of swag, a little bit of grit, uh a later round pick. Um I like him. I I'll take him over Santana Moss. Ooh, I, I... it'll get you drunk. Two <laughs> <laughs> people with Haven't South you seen my movies? Let me, let me let me let me hit y'all with this though. Tana, first year in Washington, eighty-four catches. This was 05. 84 catches, fifteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns. Right? Came back. Uh, how many games did he play this year? He got hurt, but he had fifty-five catches, seven ninety-six touchdowns. This is four, uh, fourteen games. Mm-hmm. Next year, 14 games again, 60 catches, 808 yards, three touchdowns. At this point, Brunel was like on like iffy, like right by like 2007. It was like, eh, I don't Brunel know, would right? have had us 12 and four this year, bro. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> 08, he came back. <laughs> 80 catches, 1100 yards, six touch. Like he was dope for a long time. 70 catches, yeah, 900. Santana yards. was a good player, man. I think Tana was. And he had the best feet in football at the time. Like you best know, best I mean? move I've ever seen. Still, yes, like I, I don't know. Like I haven't seen uh, McLaurin do anything that make me say forget about Tanner yet. Like Tanner was just so good at getting open, and after the catch, he was amazing. Like is is Terry better than Tanner after the catch? I've seen him take some five yard slants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, who touched him? Who touched him exactly, on those? Exactly, exactly. That's the object of the game. It, I feel, I feel like I'm hurting. Would you play to no. not get touched? You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, yeah. I'm gonna put this in a group because I think it's a good question. Like, it's so hard though because Terry only has two years and he's been the only dude to throw to for two years. It's at least when when Tanner was there, they had at a minimum Cooley. At a minimum, you had you had Chris Cooley to to, to dump out to, and you had Clinton Portis. So oh. it's like you had options. This this team the last two years they didn't have nothing. 
No, stop. AP, you had a Hall of Famer AP. Uh, that's, that's, that's what's up, Steve. Thanks for the backup. Thanks for the backup. Yeah. <laughs> I know you weren't playing the backup, but I appreciate it. Like, that, that was, that was, I got damn, look at him hit it. If Kyle Pitts, if Kyle Pitts is about, <laughs> I just heard titties. I don't know <laughs> what just happened, but. Titties, baby. I'm doing a few new titties. Uh, if Kyle Pitts is available at 19, do you grab him? Oh, without a doubt. Really? If he isn't at 19, oh, absolutely. Well, they're, they're, saying, they're saying that like that uh, Colin Cranston and Brian Guthrie dude are going to go over him. They lies, got from Utah dude, SMU. Lies. Dude, I, I think he I, lies too. Somebody's going to trade up if that's the case. Dude, I'm scared if if that Phil that any of that that Kyle Pitts is going to go to the NFC East just terrifies me because six, you know I you know I forty pounds dude he's yeah. a cheat he's a cheat code and yeah, Kyle and, Trask and he's, and Kyle Trask fast. Kyle Trask was not that good and that dude still put up numbers if see I, I thought do, I thought what if we draft Kyle Trask in like the third round Ron said it on last week's pod I mean I it, yeah. he might be a good developmental guy but right. Get Cam, you already have two. You already player. have two developmental guys on your roster for quarterbacks, anyway. So now you got a third developmental guy. Like I don't know. It, it doesn't. Kyle Trask doesn't seem like an upgrade unless you're going to get rid of the other two. Yeah. Then I would. It's a stud, man. Like, dude, that, that's that's man crush type shit. Like six six two forty. Oh, like, he's he a is, beast, dude. I don't think he has an injury history of um. He's Darren Waller. He's a Darren Waller. Ooh, that's a Yo, good Darren, one. Oh my God! He's Please, a Darren Waller. I'll take him if he can Probably block. Start two tight ends at that if, point. If too, he like can that. block, yeah. if you know he what? can block, I'll take him. And that's how many times uh, did we beg Jay Gruden to put um, Fred Davis double, triple sets? Yes, two tight end sets. Yeah, go, go jumbo. We package, never, yeah. ever, ever did it with Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis when they were healthy. You could not it stop is. that. You it cannot is. stop that. At all. Gronk and Hernandez. At Can't all. Can't stop it. Can't stop at it. All. You can stop it if you, like, you know, Ert, murder your no, gay lover. Ertz and Goddard, when they're fully healthy, you couldn't stop it. You can't stop it. And they didn't take advantage of it. I would take Dan Waller over Kelsey. Fast. I would, I would, too. I would, no, I would, too. Whoa. I would, too. Whoa. Because because I think Kelsey is also a byproduct of Tyreek Hill. Mm. Speak those facts. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Would, would you take those guys? I don't know. Kelsey's been doing it before Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah. Where? I, uh, Where? Let me look up his stats. Hold on. He's been doing it. Since I'm, he not, got there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That, that that offense is so dynamic. I will. I will. I will. I have conceded to someone that I think the tire, that a Hill is the best receiver in football, and I don't think he's the best receiver as far as in the classic terms. I just think that he is the most deadly player in the league, and he plays the receiver. Ball. With the ball. Right, so so I mean, I mean, I mean no, nah, he's not the best receiver. I don't think it's he's a the best receiver. Yeah. Mm, You're saying he's the best receiver in. I the mean, NFL. he he did it, he did the exact same thing with, and people say, oh, he got Mahomes. Well, he did the exact same thing with with bum ass Alex Smith. Yeah, but What's the offense Smith is designed that left? way, though. I, I think he's a beneficiary of the offense. If you put Tyreek Hill and you switch him out with Terry McLaurin here, what's the difference? Shit, I, I I mean, statistics will say about ten more touchdowns would be the difference. You, what? I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many touchdowns he got. Nah, you, it would be nothing different. Man. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, Terry McLaurin's a better receiver than Tyreek Hill because you can put Terry McLaurin in more uh, in a larger range of offenses, and you can put Tyreek Hill. I, I agree with that, but that, but I keep telling myself, who would I rather have? <sighs> Exactly. 
So, no. so, by, <laughs> I mean, that, that, you, that okay. pretty much eliminates me, the whole let, process. No, 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 like, no, no, I got man, you. Man, this guy can run better routes. He can Shit. catch better. But yeah. he, who's better? Who'd you rather have? That's what There's I'm saying. There's a hundred guys on the court that, 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 that are better than, that probably can do one or two things better than somebody else. This is the Terry McLaurin problem. Terry McLaurin is so fundamentally sound, but he's not electric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, right. Tyreek Hill's electrifying, in the words of Larry Michael. Shout out to Larry Michael. Um, no, I take that back. He's an evil man. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he like touched a few places he shouldn't have been touching on people or something. I don't know what he did. Oh yeah. man, yeah, he was he was a weirdo. I, unfortunately, accused he quit. Of he hasn't been tried in the court of law, so it's it's all allegations, it's like, right? It's like, it's like oh, they're gonna fire everybody tomorrow America. for sex stuff. I'm gonna quit. That That's America. That's America. I want you to know the poll I put up about Terry McLaurin and uh, Santana Moss. Santana Moss is getting 100% of the vote with one vote. There's only one vote. There's only one vote, and it's Ali. There's only one vote, and it's Ali. I'm going to the group right now. I'm going there and voting for Santana, though, so I'm going in there. Oh, it's three, it's, three, it's three to one? Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. I like Santana more, too, man. That's a, that's a good one, though. I mean. I feel like Santana got open more in the deep route. Yeah. Open a lot in, in, in the deep. You, and underneath. You couldn't cover that dude, man. Man, to 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 McLaurin's credit, I mean, Sims Jr. gets over it on deep routes. Who? No, he doesn't. I'm just saying more than McLaurin. Stuff. I mean, I mean more than McLaurin. I mean, you know, nah. I throw, he, we don't throw it. That's because what I'm trying to say. We don't, don't throw it. It's not what he does. Sims Senior. <laughs> I don't know what you. The other Sims. Is, is Cam Sims a factor at receiver for this team next year? Oh, yeah. He's a definite number four. You stop it. Bonafide number four or five receiver, man. Bonafide <laughs> easy. And he's going to be cheap at number four or five receiver. I, uh, listen, we need Kelvin Harmon or AGG to step up if we don't go Both of them. 19. Both of them back up receivers on the outside. Both back up. To who? Got it. To McLaurin and whoever's going to be the number two. That's what I'm saying. You need one of those guys to be the number two. Unless no, those, get, guys, unless, those guys, you those guys are three and four, bro. If you, but so I'm saying, if you don't go wide receiver, though, you need those guys to step up. Cam Sim had the opportunity to solidify himself as a number two or number three receiver in this offense this year. He did routes. not do it. Period. Can't run routes. Can't run routes. Nobody else out there. He didn't do it. We got to go get over this dude, man. He's he's hype. He's that's all he is. Man, dude. I want him on a team at four or five receiver. We good. I mean, you get the fourth or fifth receiver, man. They can catch, they can gun punts. He started and make a tough ten, catch. He started 10 games and had 477 yards receiving on 30. He averages three catches a game. Come on, I mean, man. Yeah, I said he's a number three or four receiver. That's a number six receiver stat, man. Get out of here. Three <laughs> catches a game? I'm what? saying number three is in back up on the third, outside behind the second and slot. Third year pro, and he wears Santana Moss's number. And he's 6'5", and he had one touchdown. I, stop it. Can we stop with this with this guy? That's crazy. I think he's a good depth guy, man. I don't think he should start. You know who else is a good depth guy? Anybody else in the NFL. I don't know. I'm not a fan of either Sims. You can cut them both. I'm going to whisper Taylor Heineke, but okay, I guess we're off You can that cut time. both Sims, no, man, no, but if I had to choose there. one, I'm going, with, I'm going with Cam because Cam – Gun the shit out some points. Nah, I'll give you that. Special teams is, is all right. I'd say put him at safety. Oh, come on. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day.
be better than than, than, than Yo. Napkey. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be Steve, better than Napkey, man. Steve wins tonight. <laughs> Ladies and saying. gentlemen, that's why this is the fucking crunkest pod you're ever gonna listen to. Oh my y- god. Y'all y'all think that y'all think that Cam fans will be worse at safety than Napkey? Yes. Are you it's the NFL, Dan? <laughs> And Dan's credit, though, he did say this, and I want to say you said it in preseason or even before preseason that that Cam Sims could move to secondary. I remember you said that. I'm telling you, bro. It doesn't mean it's right just because he said it twice. No, no, no. Hey, I'm just putting it out there. I said it about Dunbar, and it didn't work. (laughs) Dev has a tattoo of Cam Sims on his left half cheek. I like like Cam Sims, man, but I would would cut both of them with no problem. I don't. I don't. I. I was a big fan in preseason of Sims Junior. Man, I thought he was going to be the guy that, that had the biggest year out of everybody. Man, I thought he you was said the you said Sims Junior was going to be the wide receiver too. Starting I did. on the outside. I swear, I, I, thought that. That, I swear, man. I can't dude, wait till I write down these that, predictions. That dude is toilet <laughs> juice, man. He is toilet juice, man. He always drops the ball at the worst times. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ellie is going to transcribe one of our earlier pods so. and let us know. What our predictions were, so we can make oh, of ourselves. So, we're, AKA we're, all putting, we're all putting money on Dev. We're all putting money on Dev, making a bigger fool of himself. Yeah, no way. A, I heard a few minutes of you, Dev. You missed I to- everything. <laughs> I, did, I, I told y'all Alice will play. You got that's the one you got right. I think I, I said Logan Thomas will be uh Lance, Logan Thomas will be cool. Nah, you said what you, you said, said Lance I- Thomas. You were talking about the Knicks <laughs> players from like yeah, four years Tom- One of them Thomas boys. <laughs> <laughs> can't put disrespect on the Thomas name, baby. <laughs> I did say Kerry was gonna start outside linebacker. It was stupid. And I said she. <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh, Apke. I thought Apke was gonna be you know Reed or Sean Taylor Jr. Yeah. Apke was fucking trash. Man, I'm so disappointed in that guy, man. Uh, Why? He was never are. good, dude. In my mind, where I was living at the time, <laughs> Yo. I thought he was. I thought he was white Jesus, man. You were in a dark. You were in a dark place, weren't you? Man, that was. A, I thought it was you a white were Sean all Taylor, in bro. on Apke. I want to say you were all in on Apke for at least week three. Yeah. Oh man, I was. I was, I was like, give him another chance, guys. I was. I was giving him like all the white privilege, bro. I was like, give him one more chance, guys. And Sean Deveron, he's yeah. really great. <laughs> Uh, Lamarcus, <laughs> give him a chance. Give him a chance, man. He didn't mean it. Lamarcus Elderberry, he can turn around. He just he got bad. He got his cleats are too small. He can turn his hips. He said <laughs> Ruben Foster man. was the best player on our defense. <laughs> no, he I mean, didn't. Uh, he might have yeah, been. Yeah, been really, you know, oh my god! Kick him off the pot. Man, I don't remember saying that. Hold on, man. You this mic. You this mic. Did I say best linebacker or oh, best you player? Said, you said if he's healthy, he's the best player on our defense. I think. I, well, if he's healthy, uh, he was no, all pro, right? Was he I not can't all wait pro? To, I just can't. I can't. Oh my god! I can't wait to write this down. You said, "Hey, man, right. was was I, was was Ruben Foster ever all pro, man? Before he got here, was he ever all pro? He in DC? only played for like two one years, year. or two or three years. One year, well, one year got to get suspended. He was not all pro. Was he all anything? Nothing. All star? Nope. <laughs> Ten <laughs> games started in 2017. Hey man, I told y'all to quit letting me smoke before the podcast. Seventy-two bro. combined tackles. Seven tackles for loss in 2017, and then 2018 at the tender age of 24, 
No sacks again. 29 combined tackles. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, read every day. Play that. Play that again, Steve. Come on. Come on. Uh, I, 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 I'm on like page 10. I don't know what's it's left. Good. It's sorry. all good. It's all good. Sorry, Deb, I, Deb, I believe you were big on KPL, too. I think you were like. He I liked. Uh, he liked I was intrigued by him. Kaliki, Kaliki Hudson. Kaliki That's Hudson. What it was. Yeah. What a, what a letdown, dude. Oh, he, man. No snaps thought, on dude. I thought Dev was going to have Kaliki Hudson's baby, bro. <laughs> he, played, he played a little bit at the end of the year, though. Oh, did he? Yeah, what he, he do? He played a little bit. <laughs> Nothing. But... I didn't think he'd start. I just thought he, he was started two he, games. He started two games and had 14 tackles. Yeah, you That's definitely it. were talking about him as a starter, too. Nah, hold on. I just thought he'd be all right. I didn't know nah, if he played bro. safety or linebacker, though. But uh, I thought he'd be a good player. I thought he'd make the team. People were saying he wouldn't make the team. But I thought he would. I tell you what, if if you extrapolate his numbers, two games started, fourteen tackles. If, no, if I think it's a, I think it's a decent. I think that's hundred. That's hundred and twelve. That's hundred and twelve tackles for the year. If if he, was I think he's a. I think he's a sub package guy, man. He's like a, a tweener. He's, a he's like Sewer Cravens. What he should have been, I guess. Hey, he's a fifth round pick who performed as a fifth rounder. I'm not mad at that. I honestly aren't. What people, what people think Landon Collins should go to? What linebacker? Yeah, yeah. On the sub packages, he Miner? should. In sub packages, definitely. He already does it. Not, not at that price point. You have to renegotiate his salary for sure. I think he starts strong safety. I think they're going to start your boy at curl at free, which is what he was in college. Curl definitely was a bright spot to a dark season. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and you, you, you love to see those those guys perform like that, man. And Dev, you're most likely right. Like, they're probably not going to start Jeremy Reeves at strong yeah. safety or free safety. You know what I mean? It's still a risk. Like, Cam Crow's probably going to be the free safety, and and uh, Collins probably going to slide down to the strong safety spot or back into his old spot. He's making too much money to not be on the field. Number one, right? And we're only in we're only in base packages twenty something percent of the time, man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so you know, in 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 sub packages, you can put them both in the box. Yeah, you know. And put us and put Reeves or whoever you got at free safety out there, which I'm hearing Carolina's gonna cut their guy. Boston, Trey Boston. Yeah, right. I'm reading that too. Be a good it feels like up. it was four years too late for that guy. Isn't he kind of older or no? Am I making that up? Say what? Trey Boston. He's kind of older, right? Like he's he been is. Around. I think he's in his thirties. Don't do it. Just let him go. I don't. You know. No, he's twenty eight. We'll get Eric Reed or somebody. Oh, he plays strong safety too, doesn't he? Free safety, 28 years old. Who's a, who's the best available free safety? Trey Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Appy. Probably. Sold. No. Unless, unless Patrick Peterson can transition to a free safety position. Do that, man. Nah. Hell, why would you bring him in? Not to play corner. Is he better than Darby, you think, right now? Yes. I think so. Dude, you got you got a year out of Darby that's probably going to be the exception to the rule. Like I don't think you come in next year thinking Darby's going to play like a top twenty corner again. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I, I, he staff. did not make the Pro Bowl this year. I think he will not make the Pro Bowl next year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, Darby. I, I think seen. we get the exact same thing we got this year. Uh, you know, he wasn't bad. That's why I love you. 16 starts, no interceptions, 55 tackles for him. And then this year, you look at uh, Patrick Peterson, 16 starts, three interceptions, 61 tackles. So. Darby got three interceptions, didn't he? No, none. Really? No, no. 
everybody. Hey, Rich. <laughs> I, I know it's too early to ask the Terry so Santana Moss question, but I asked it anyway. So just answer it. T. Parker, Cody Jones, Marcus Washington. So, I know it's early. So wait a minute, though. We glossing over something. So you mean to tell me Darby had the same amount of fucking interceptions as Aaron Coleman? <laughs> <laughs> what? what the hell, man? <laughs> oh, man. Coleman would have had 14 interceptions this year with the Washington football team. Guaranteed. He's the second. Is it second on the team, ain't he? He's practice squad, I think he was. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought we cut him. I thought he was is, gone. Is the secondary the most likely unit on our team to regress next year? No. I think it's linebackers if we don't get any. How can they regress if they were already trashed this year? I you gotta regress back from somewhere. I think I think the secondary might be. No, I take it back. The offensive line. If we yes, don't improve the offensive that's, line. That, that's where I was gonna go. Offensive line. What do we improve that at though? <laughs> Left tackle. Right I mean, what, what, if, you, if you improve it at left tackle, what are you doing? With, what, I mean, because what's, what's his face to still be there? He's still on the contract to play there last year, right? Cornelius Lucas? Right. He's on the contract to next he's year. He's a backup. He's a swing tackle, though. Bro. I get that. But then you got Christensen, who's also a swing tackle. Get he went him out of there. I agree. I agree. With, if you have if you have to cut one, get rid of the dude. If you have to cut one, get rid of the dude. But that's to be fair. The end of the year, he wasn't bad. The end Who? of when he stopped playing anyways. Then, Chris? He got hurt, and then he was out of the lineup. But then you got Charles playing left tackle too. Nah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They can move they, him to guard too. So but then knows? you got West at guard. So what do what do you really I think they I think they might not make no moves on a, if they don't draft anyone, obviously. If someone don't slide at 19, that you they gotta expect, do something. They gotta do something. I don't think, I don't think they move it. Nah. I think I think their line coach says continuity is gonna make them better than getting somebody in there to start all over again at, at one at the left tackle. So looking at pro football focus, whether you hate him or love him, uh, Moses obviously was the right tackle for the majority of the year. I think he lined up at left. He was 18th out of 79 tackles. Lucas was 22nd out of 79 tackles. Jerron Christian was 60 out of 79. And then Wes Martin was 76 out of 80. So I don't which know if really, 80 there. Which, which basically means Jerron Christian was a starting tackle statistically on the worst <laughs> three team in the NFL, like right, because right, like, right, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think he's a starter. I'm just saying, I don't think he's a scrub. Like, I think he's a serviceable guy that can give your guy some rest. Pro, pro football focus says he's a bum ass <laughs> motherfucker. He's a bum starter. He's know? a bum ass <laughs> motherfucker. Right. But I'm saying you still got Charles, and you still got uh, the other guy still there that played pretty good. So I'm, I'm just wondering, Lucas. like, do you? Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You go get a guy. Unless you get one in the first round or you bring like like Williams or somebody like that who comes look, right in and takes that job. But see, look what you're saying, though. Like, you're setting yourself up for failure. You got all these people in these spots on this team that had a decent game or a decent year last year that you're going to rely on to repeat that. It's not going to happen in 95% of those situations. But if that's the case, how do you know what's real and what's not until you see it? None of it's real. You've seen it. You have a history with Heineke. You have a history with Lucas. Lucas is not a rookie. He's been in the year for, league for seven years. You have to trust the information you have about people and not just spot I, duty last year. I get all that, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, what are you, what are you going to do with those guys you have though? They're still on the team on the contract. Man, they got like three dollars. Yeah, give, man, just cut them. I don't know if you cut a guy who can start left tackle for a million dollars. No, Lu- Lucas will be here. Jerron Christian's out of here. Where you gonna put? Where you gonna put Charles? Guard. I don't know. 
Are you, are you banking? Are you betting? Are you telling me they White? traded Williams away for a backup guard? They didn't trade Williams for. Yeah, they traded him for Charles. That's the pick. Yeah, that's what they got with the pick. But they didn't cut him because they got Charles. They didn't trade him because they planned to start Charles for the future. They traded him because he didn't want to play here no more. You know I get what I'm that, but I'm saying Charles came as the guy who was supposed to start left tackle. Then he ended up being left guard. Then he got hurt. I'm just wondering where this guy fits if we draft a tackle, especially. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. I really don't know because I don't know what Charles I'm is. Pissed. We should just kept fucking Williams. Just pisses <laughs> me off, man. That, True. I still don't understand it. Like that's the dumbest thing. That's what's the dude. Be, what's the like dude? Watching gets rid of Bill. That's ignorant. Why get rid of? What, what's the dude from Baltimore who might be free freed up? Oh, oh yeah. Um, Thomas. No, it's the it's the dude that went the same year as uh, other dude, right? Oh, that, that didn't help. Uh, Brown. The Brickershaw Ferguson? What's that dude's name? Nah, it's, it's like yeah. O something. OJ uh, Howard? I don't know. I can't remember either. I know Same he's guy. looking to get out of Baltimore. Orlando Brown. Orlando yeah. Brown. Junior. The junior, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I think he came in with Sheriff, right? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say, yeah. Yeah. They, they ain't cheap. Left tackles ain't cheap. I don't know. We got a lot of problems. Not a lot of problems. A lot of what should we do? I guess is 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 the is the best way to. But, Hello, motherfucker. Yes. What we should not do? <laughs> I love sign Mariota. Don't 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 sign Mariota. Yeah, we should not give Coven a job next year. I had as many interceptions as Coven has in his career, guys. Let y'all know this. <laughs> is he still on the team? Yeah, he's a <laughs> squad. I feel like I'm in the Matrix now. But yeah. Steve's drinking too because we just said that Kova was on the practice squad. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and I forgot. I'm not used to veterans being on the practice squad. This whole COVID thing. It is crazy. Yeah, without a doubt, dude. It is. It I'm is. glad he got a check though. Yeah. I'm glad anyone got a check this year. It's been a rough year he, for America. He's making more than me to not intercept the fucking ball. True. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you sprinkle a little bit of hate up there. I'm just That's saying. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Like when I when I apply for my job, that's like, hey man, you ever got an interception in the NFL? No. Neither has the guy who already has the job. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can really fill out the application for the Washington football team at defensive back. Oh like, hey man, I cannot intercept the ball and hang out with the practice squad the whole year for eight hundred thousand dollars. I definitely can do that. Bro. Five to one, Santana Moss to Terry McLaurin. Just saying, you know what? Go, go places go here. I wonder if I'm on a, I'm on a fake, uh, if I'm on the fake uh, risk is addicts page, man. Well, you see some t shirts. <clears throat> oh, look at that. Yes, daddy. Another one. Enter. Oh, there it is. Yes, Join the group, baby. <laughs> yeah, I think 10, 10 is the winner, man. Yeah, crazy. question could be premature. I don't know. But we're it just is, going in. It's it fun. Is. It's fun. That's, we're going off right is. now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, who, would you, who would you rather have, L.E.? Uh, the first year, uh, Clinton Portis? That one oh. year he was real great for no. us? Or the future of... Uh, Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> Gibson. Gibson. Because Porter, let me tell you something about Portis. <clears throat> I noticed when I watched him play. Portis was always in the business of Clinton Portis. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, he always made business decisions when it t- came time to get hit. 
You know what I mean? And that always bothered me. Like when somebody came near him, Porter's went down. What? He was the best blocking guy. No, he was Man. a dope. His blocking skills were next level. Blocking was dope. I, and he yeah. always got hurt making tackles on offense. In the in the open field, though, he did kind of go down like a wide receiver. Yeah, he did. And and he all he would do that thing where like he get when he got hit, he would jump a little bit so he never like tore an ACL or something like that. Like he it was weird. Like I was, it always made me mad because I felt like there were more yards to have, especially like the years when he was basically our offense. I felt like he could have just did more. I love what he brought to the franchise. Make no mistake about it. One of my favorite plays we ever had. But I think it's one of the best trades where both teams got better. I mean, got got the one to trade. I know that would you. Would I know you that trade over. Would you do it no. over again? Nope. I know that. I know nope. that. Haley, I know that Bailey's a Hall of Famer, man. But I mean, no, man. I love yeah, talk, no, man. Like you, I, you don't I, think Clinton Porter's Clinton Porter's had to been on one play if you got to got one Super Bowl. Clinton Porter's might be a Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. Well. If Kirk Cousins knew how to play in clutch time, he might be a Hall of Famer. Jesus. Oh, somebody was going to ask you guys if you think he's a Hall of Famer, man, and I couldn't – I can't remember now. So Philip Rivers? Yeah, Philip Rivers, yeah. I don't think so. He's my favorite guy, man. I love Philip Rivers. He's going to be one of those guys that doesn't get in because – the people that are think they're too smart for football, like try to overthink this situation. The dude's like top five in almost every major statistical category. Yeah, he is. He, he made it, every team he was on. He, he just made, he was clutch. He was fearless. He should be in the, he should be in the hall of fame. I agree. He might, he's in that Dan Marino category. Hey, yo. No, man. He should. She should. Eli is not a, granted. He, okay. He has two rings, but, those were so circumstantial. It drives me crazy because Eli, Eli going in first ballot, bro. He doesn't deserve it. it. He doesn't deserve it. Might not. Neither does Lance Wine. If his, name, if his name was Eli Lim, <laughs> he wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. That's right. Yeah. If exactly. Eli Lim had two Super Bowl MVPs over the greatest football player of all time, he would Hey, be. give one of those to David Tyree. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Man, I don't know. He made him play. He was ducking him back in the He was spinning around. He looked like he looked like Ed Han- He looked like uh, Al Bundy at Polk High, bro. He looked like Taylor Haneke before that scramble. He looked like Taylor Haneke, man. <laughs> like, he looked like Taylor Haneke for five, he was a, five quarters. He was a turnover machine his whole career, though. That's the, the crazy Bowl. part. Tell he does have two Bowl. Super Bowls. But so, I mean, Trent Dilfer has one. Joe Flacco has one. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. You, you, Nick Foles has one. You, if you if those guys had two, they'd be, they be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> say what you, hey, you want to say. Pick, pick one. Pick one. Priest Holmes. Uh, best season. Uh, Ladainian Tomlinson's best season. Jamal Lewis's best season. Jamal or, Lewis. Uh, Sean Alexander's best season. Which one are you going? With? Jamal Lewis. Jamal that easy? Lewis. Yeah, he got MVP of the year, didn't? So I mean, Sean Alexander. Hold on, I'm trying to remember which who rushed for over 2K. One of them did. Both of them. All three of them did. Three of them did. Yeah. Jamal Lewis, Tom- Sean Alexander, and uh, Tomlinson was dope, man. Oh my god, that, that's that's a, that's a great question. Tomlinson man. had like thirty touchdowns, some stupid. I shit. love Tomlinson because yeah, he had the NFL record for most touchdowns scored. I think it was just beat recently. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you the stats real quick though. Uh, Sean Alexander's best year, he had eighteen hundred eighty yards and twenty seven touchdowns rushing, and he had uh, one receiving touchdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gonna bear with me on this one. 
Hey, I'm, I might go Alexander. He's a Kentucky boy, man. I think you're sleeping on Priest Holmes, though. <clears throat> Priest Holmes' Priest best season, he had 1,500 – no, no. 1,400 yards, 27 rushing touchdowns, <laughs> and zero receiving. T- Why do I think he received had more? Receiving so let's t- try to guess who was throwing who was throwing the ball around. Was it Elvis Gerbach? Was it Trent Green? Like who was throwing the Matt Castle? Who was throwing the ball that year? To Priest Holmes? Yes. No, 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 yeah, just that year on oh, the Chiefs. A, that's a good question. I could go back and it had to be one of them dudes: Elvis uh, Gerbach, Matt Castle. Could have been Matt Castle on that year. He broke. He Priest Holmes had that year, but it um, was two thousand three. That's yeah. That's not Matt Castle. That's before. No, that, that was before Matt Castle. Um, I don't know. Either way, he might have. The, I hate to say, just you have to look at the context. Trent Green. Trent, Trent Green. Green. Okay, what's Trent Green? Man, I forgot he played there. Yeah, after the Rams, that's where he went. All right, Ladainian Tomlinson's best year. So both those guys had twenty-seven touchdowns. Danian Tomlinson's best year, he had 1,800 yards and 28 rushing touchdowns. My God, that's more touchdowns than our offense scored all year combined. <laughs> but it's just one more than the other guy. So it's not like it's that big of a disparity. Who's the other guy I gave you? Jamal Lewis, right? Jamal, Jamal Lewis. Lewis. He played for the Browns when he had his year, if I'm not mistaken. Ali, I haven't seen you pick up a cup at all this night, man. You dropped- what about AP, though? The AP's year. <laughs> that year he had. Andre. AP? <laughs> oh, no. oh, his post-ACL Tear yeah, yeah, 20, year, 2015, yeah. 2015. Oh, no, this is game over. Oh, wait, he only had 14 touchdowns. He had 2,066 yards, Jamal Lewis, when he was with Baltimore, but only 14 That's touchdowns. Baltimore. I don't know why. All I right, well, was... I take my choice back. Yeah. Going to Damian Thomason. Damn. Shout, shout out to my dad. Just just called me from Connecticut. It's like 10.50 p.m. in the, the East Coast. Yeah. Call him talk about the fight. I don't even know what fight he's talking about. There's, a, there's a UFC fight on tonight. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Snap. I completely missed it then, man. Adrian Brown is fighting tonight, too, I think. Right, he's oh, still brushing no his hair after every fight. Nate Robinson is not fighting tonight. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's what I we want to see. My wife's going to be mad at me because Has I... Has anybody seen before. Nate Robinson since that happened? He's still asleep. <laughs> yo, yo, he tweeted. Yo, he tweeted like two weeks ago, and people are like Social he just distance, woke up. Yeah, oh, it was funny. People well, were sharing memes of like Jesus coming from like the, the the cave and all that stuff. It was funny as hell. Now you got uh, was it Floyd? Floyd's gonna fight. What's his name? Paul. Now, no, that got called Paul. off because the record. Yeah, oh, Floyd ain't gonna fight no more, man. Floyd is not for, a, not for less than like five anyway, mil. Man. Don't hate on Floyd, yeah, man. Floyd Mayweather is garbage, man. Like he is fucking trash. Man, all his weight classes, 50 and 0. You can't say he's trash. He's just a trash He's person. trash, dude. Listen, listen, man. Boxing, I understand. You don't want to get hit while boxing, but you want your, your your end state is to put a man down. That dude fucking danced backwards and just fought defensively. And he did it very well. Best defensive boxer of all time. But, but, who the fuck wants to watch boxing for someone <laughs> backing up all 12 rounds, man? Like all his not fights, getting hit, once. dude. All his fights went to decision. By the way, like, man, the great—I don't know if you ever seen this, but the greatest press conference in boxing, one of the best, because there's many that I've seen, is whenever he's fighting that uh, one guy and his dad gets up there and say, "You're a woman beater." <laughs> you seen that one where he like his dad? Where uh, I guess he's fighting. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name, man. But if you look up, uh, Floyd Mayweather. And the press conference where uh, I guess the opponent's dad 
gets the mic, man. And he said, you know who we're fighting? We're fighting this white beater. And he was like going off on him. It's like the funniest stuff ever, man. And uh, Floyd's just like it's right here. Just putting his head down. It's the funniest thing ever. He couldn't say nothing. Dude, I hate Floyd Mayweather, man. I, I like him. Floyd Mayweather. I mean, I don't, I don't think I he's a good person or anything. But I I no, be, no beyond the person, like he's he, dope. I mean, you did great things as a boxer, but you watch boxing for the same reason you watch a NASCAR. Like you want something exciting to happen. His yeah. fights were boring as all hell because he just played the defensive game. He won the point cards, you know, the judges' cards, whatever you want to call it. But like his fights were fucking snooze fest, man. Be- once once he hit like 20 and 0, 23 and 0, 25 and 0, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, I want to be the greatest of all time. I want to be undefeated. And he started going purely defensive. It was garbage. Young Floyd, when he first started boxing, was dope. Yeah. He would knock He's- your ass out. And he somehow turned that into the richest boxer of all time, too, which is nuts. Like, he turned being a defensive fighter into getting paid more than the entire UFC fighters collectively got paid in a year for one fight. That's out of this world. I wonder what UFC is going to do, man, because McGregor's just going to keep getting beat, man. He's just going to keep getting beat because Khabib is way better. He's never going to beat that guy. Now we're transitioning to UFC. UFC sucks. They do. I agree. I hate UFC, dude. I like I like UFC better. It dude. is skillless fucking punks. Bro, when UFC first started, I was so hooked. Like I watched UFC one through like seven, and it, I was like, a big number, fan. number two was the best. It was David versus Goliath, like UFC two. Oh my gosh, I was they probably like thirteen class- years they, old. Dude, they didn't have weight classes then, right? No, and you fought it multiple multiple times that night, and it was got dope. Fucked up they your took first K one. They took the K one uh, formula. Oh like, my I thought, gosh! It's I like thought Kumite. Hoist, I yeah, thought yeah. Hoist Gracie was incredible. Yeah, yeah. he got, that he was, got knocked that was, out. Then <laughs> that was the dopest shit because you had, like Steve just said, like there was no weight classes. You had dudes who were fighting multiple times the same night, and they were five seven, one hundred sixty five pounds versus some dude who's like six four, three twenty, and Hoist Gracie would choke your ass out. Yeah, it was incredible to me. It was literally the ultimate fighting these championship. Are, these are fighting clothes, man. Be out there in a gi. Yeah. Now, you know? dude, yeah, exactly. Now it's it's garbage. I hate it. No, I like I, I like it. UFC, man. I think I think they I think they got a good little thing going. Most boxing is, boxing is the sweet science, of course. Like a street fight, if you get someone down to the ground and you ground and pound them, you're gonna whoop their ass. But throwing your hands, standing up, is the ultimate for me, man. I'm gonna be greatest of all time. <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard, second best. True. Ali's the greatest. You said, yeah. Where's he from? Uh, he Louisville. from Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville, from Kentucky. Oh, shut up, damn. <laughs> Home of Jay Gruden. Do you know uh, they call it the Louisville Slugger because Muhammad Ali's from there? I, I made not. it up. I made it up. But you believe me because you're drunk. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, hell, I, I'm down damn. here. I didn't know. Damn. <laughs> wow. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> You're up, you're, up, you're up to eight votes now. Eight to one. <laughs> eight to I think, one. And I think that settles it. I mean, this is accurate data that shows Tana's better than it's fifteen to three, actually. Uh so refresh your feed. Fifteen to Damn. three. Oh snap. Santana. Yeah. Wow. Santa man. Uh, it's I named my son I, I after would, Santana after Santana Moss, by the way. I would like to know the demographics of those the, the fans who were responding. 
I can tell you. Me. Um, black, 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 black. <laughs> you got to say it like Fox. You got to say it like Fox News. Urban, urban, age, urban. Age demographics. Age urban, demographics. Asian, black, black. And we don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's what they, when they see oh. our podcast. Hey, well, we're oh, podcast with, with three urban guys, uh, two urban guys, an Asian guy, and we don't know. Off. Oh, he's talking <laughs> about me. He's talking about me. You know. Damn. I mean, I know. I know. Well, Damn. Man, they might not know. Fox might not know. Fox. My mama's Caucasian. My father's what you refer to as African American. That's right. Bastard. That's for you, Dev. One shot. And my dad's black too. I got mad at my teacher for calling me African American. Hello, I, I really wasn't mad. I just wanted to cause a problem. Best school ever. Dang, I don't know heavy. what that sound was. Yeah, it sound like somebody ate tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Man, two and a half hours, fellas. This is dope. I, hey, this is I don't free, care. freestyle Fridays on Saturday. Freestyle Saturdays. Look at this podcast is almost over, so I'm going to eat some chips on mute. Listen. listen. <laughs> I think that was the the sideways way of saying, hey, let's end this shit. And that's fine. That's fine. So I'm going to end it with the Hail to the Redskins song. Then. Wait. 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 So what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Y'all, you- please watch the last blockbuster, man. Hilarious. Your 50 Nuggets. No, I'm saying like <laughs> the, the, there's a documentary called The Last Blockbuster. It's about the last blockbuster. It's hilarious. That's Blackbuster why. video? Yeah. It's funny Store? as hell. Yeah. There's one more in Bend, Oregon. Owned by a girl named Sandy something. Harding. Oh. Sandy Harding. I had a card. I ain't gonna lie. I was a member. Man, we had this little chick in college. They used to make us fake the IDs because they take IDs at Blockbuster up here and put our pictures on them. My name would be like, you know, <laughs> LaMarcus or something on my ID. <laughs> <laughs> and and I go in there and rent like a Sega Genesis and never take that motherfucker back. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, let's, hopefully the DA ain't looking for it. I can't even talk about what I did on the pod with with tapes growing up, man. I, we'll we'll say that for another time. You were in that room with the little beads, <laughs> the little beads. You got to like, <laughs> bro. Go we had this bootleg store around the corner from my house in Woodbridge, Virginia. I was like nine years old. My brother was like, twelve. <laughs> they would let us rent pornos. Uh, we would go like, home. How come the sign says cockbusters? You know, <laughs> we would we would hook up. We would hook up two VCRs. One would be playing, and one would be recording two VCRs, and then we would record it and take it back. That they was my dad. That was my father. Let's go! Oh my god, you were dubbing baby from Blockbuster? Oh, yes. No, it wasn't even Blockbuster. It was, it was just God. a store. I can't even tell you what the name was. It was just a store that sold VHS tapes of porn on it. Yeah. You, oh, know, rented. you ever went in there and seen those porns and you're like, they got like Butt Paradise <laughs> Volume 10. I'm like, they made non-successful Butt Paradises? Oh, man. It was like Value Video or something like that. Astastic Voyage Part 12. Like they made 11 successful Astastic Voyages. That's funny. Oh my god. Porns are the best, man. My father did the same shit, man. Shout out to dad, man. Pops. Tapes when I was a kid, man. Tell me how to break the law. I love it. <laughs> I'm a, my Criminal dad with bootlegged tape. 
Damn, son. Gunshots for that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was 20. It's all good. Hey, shout out to everybody listening to this because if this isn't the most listened one, Rod said he's ending this whole thing. So it. I'm done. <laughs> if y'all don't fucking eclipse the damn record. I'm done. I'm, I'm hanging this shit up. Eclipse. What's our What's our record next year for the season start? Our team record. Thanks. Yeah, we all got. Depends I say twelve and four every year. I'm gonna say twelve and four because yes. I'm probably drinking too much. I don't give a fuck. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not really. Not really. Come on. Come on. Come on. Preseason. What, what do we end up this year as? Were we nine and seven? No, we were seven, seven and nine. nine. Seven and nine. Oh, nine. I said six and ten. But I thought okay. Dwayne would start all twelve, all sixteen games. Um, and it was an indictment on him. I just I didn't think that the defense would be as advanced as it perhaps was. But it's. God, you have to look at all 16 games that we played. That defense was, hey, I'll probably get castrated for this one. I don't think they were as good as people say they were. Um, I think we're potentially in a win-now window, but but the defense isn't really a 12-4 defense. So, is if you get the guy out of Penn State. I don't know. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. You think so? Jamarcus, Jamarcus has entered the building. <laughs> Yo, he got the scully on. Let's like a, go. Like a before G-up I give my pirate, prediction. Give I me all your jewels. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean. He can't even do it right. He's not laughing. <laughs> Hold on. You do it, though. I always see you do it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Scooby Doo. You yeah, throw gang signals and everything over. Over like we're gonna see, we're gonna see, we're gonna see uh, Lamarcus over at Sea Walking. Was that pigeon sounds, Mike Tyson. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Nah, Sam. Nah, me. Kenny, <laughs> give me a prediction now." <laughs> All right, I Marcus is iced out. <laughs> Shout out to anyone still listening to the stupidity for real. Doing you, that half hours in, let's go. You're the real winner. I'll add me, Sean. I'm gonna go um, <laughs> nine and seven. Nine and seven, though. Yeah, That's seven with an M at the end of it, right? Seven. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Burman. <laughs> I'm gonna Nine go eight and eight seven. because I can't. I can't commit to anything. Damn. Give me eight and eight. Eight and eight. But you're married. Yeah, I mean, outside <laughs> yeah. of that. Outside of that. Fuck them kids. Right. <laughs> they are mine. They are mine. What's wrong with F me? You better podcast. So, Jeff, what's, what's yours? Then? I, I drunkenly said 12 and four, nine and yeah. seven. Eight, oh, eight, man. Eight. 16, 17 and 0. That's 17 games next year. Nine, 17 nine, and 0. Really? They have to vote on that. They have to approve that. They're going to vote for that. 17 <laughs> and 0. It's happening. Watch it happen, too, for the first time ever. <laughs> 17 and 0. Nah, we're going. We're going. We're going. To, we're going to win eight or whatever games left. We lose. Yo, Kawhi Leonard doesn't understand that shit. <laughs> Dev, take us out with the freestyle, man. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough. I'll stop. So, we are still the Redskins addicts. I think it only makes sense to end this with the Hail to the Redskins song. So, before we give any shout-outs, parting shout-outs, anyone have any? Shout-out to anyone still stupid enough to still listen to us? Stanley <laughs> Harding, the last yeah, owner of the... Uh, you're not, you're not stupid. You're not stupid, but thank you for rocking with us because I quit. If this shit does not top anything we've done before, I'm done. Sandy. There's a high probability that it's true. (laughs) Shout out out to Texas Redskins, man. Fuck that guy. That motherfucker. I want to play the gunshot sound, but they'll probably perceive that as a threat, so I won't. But (laughs) Shout out to Willow Marcus. What a clown taking the Redskins addict's name and telling him respectfully. He followed me on Twitter. Followed us on Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I inboxed him and said, hey, dude, what's up with this? He said, oh, it's only a name. Like, no big deal. I was like, dude, dude like, consider changing it. You're a, a raffle site on Facebook, which isn't even authorized, but whatever. Who cares? I said, just consider changing it. Like, we're trying to build something with, with the Redskins addicts. And today, Deers and Beers on Twitter ended up retweeting. Like, hey, thanks, thanks to Redskins addicts. I won this very cool fucking award run by Texas Redskins. And no, you don't run the Redskins X. You followed me on Twitter until tonight, until I called you out and said, dude, like you follow me. Like, what's up with that? Like I, I inboxed you a couple of weeks ago and said, Hey, would you consider changing the name? Like we've been the Redskins X since 2015. You just found it. Your group in 2020, September, 2020, we got a podcast page, Twitter handle, all this other stuff. Nope. And it got confused. And the dude's saying that we're on his nuts. So fuck you, man. <laughs> he, he's sending yeah. boys straight boys up. over. Nah, yeah. with, the, with the skellies. Shout out to Steve though for handling that like a like a like a, a G handling that situation without getting we're gonna send, we're gonna send yeah. Lamarcus over bro. You know what I mean? Yeah you know I mean just corny man like I, I get it yeah in the grand scheme of things Fucking a Twitter handle. It's a red. It's a Facebook handle. Um, but beyond that, like it's it's principles. Like, you followed us. <laughs> you know that Redskins Axe already existed, and you took the name and you made a Facebook group to sell or raffle items. You're a cornball, bro. Yeah. Super super corny. And I I hit you up respectfully and was like, dude, like what's up with this? Oh, don't worry about it, bro. It's just a Facebook name. Which I think we should all go on there on his Twitter page if y'all following us and hit him with some your mama jokes. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Texas Redskins. Texas Redskins. Your mama's. I mean, at least at least already so got crossed. one up on you. Your yeah, mama's he... eyes are so crossed when she cried tears roll down her back. <laughs> Bro, corny, corny. Respectfully, man. I, mean, I heard. I heard his mom and dad ask, are brothers, so you know. Damn. Ask you to respectfully change the name. They want to do it. So your mama's so ugly. She entered a beauty, a ugly contest, and they told her, "Sorry, no professionals." So <laughs> for the for the faithful listeners who bared with us and listened to this pod, like you know the actual group, you know the actual Twitter handle. Show some love, retweet this. You know, just uh, respect what we're trying to do for y'all. There's a lot of podcasts out there. Excuse me. There's a lot of podcasts out there. And they're all vying for your listening ear. We're doing the same thing. 
we're not in competition, but we are, um, to, to call it truthfully. But uh, beyond that, if you listen, you like us, retweet, like, join the group, follow the Twitter handle, whatever. Um, but we appreciate you. At the end of the day, we appreciate you, whether you uh, know that or not. So that's that's my shout out. Shout out and to his Phil. Mama, his mom was so fat, <laughs> she wore a Malcolm X t-shirt, helicopters land on her back. <laughs> I, I got go jokes. I was a bully in high school, bro. I gotta go to bed. Shout out to all you. Your mama's so black. <laughs> she go to night school, she get counted absent. <laughs> Ellie dipped out. I'm gonna play the Hail to the Redskins song to end this pod, man. So Let's with go. that being said, hail to the Redskins, hail to the Washington football team. Let's keep it going, y'all. <laughs> We don't get a quarterback, you ain't never gonna hear because we're gonna score a fucking touchdown. And then when the field goals play, they made the band play. Hey man, if we had James, if we had James Winston, we'd at least had it sung 40 times. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Maybe 50, because 10 might have been the other way. 16, 16 touchdowns from our quarterbacks. That's all right. I'm saying. We had oh my 16 God. It's a beautiful song. Never hear it again, bro. It sucks. You will hear it at the end of every Redskins Axe podcast. As long as we are the Redskins Axe, I will play that. So, without further ado, hear- God damn it. We'll hear it again. Y'all be good. Thanks for Peace. listening. Peace.